Hey, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the role podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. We got DJ D Miles here. What up, what up? We got Jamie the Great. Here. DJ Never is MIA. Yeah. Not yeah. fixing his ass. He's not fixing his <laughs> ass. ass. He had to get to the back. Yeah. <laughs> He's over here working in LA. You know, he had to head to his gig. Yeah. But we got a special guest. Hey. This is um our LA edition of the Road Podcast. We've invaded the Beat Source offices. <laughs> and you know, I wanted over. I wanted to uh I wanted to get to down to some real LA club shit. Oh all right? yeah. so because we're all club DJs, yeah. you know, from New York and I love hearing I love talking and hearing about the LA club scene, and I've heard a lot about this motherfucker. Right? <laughs> yeah. The one name that pops everyone. Up. Every time we have someone in, they're like, "Nah, nah, you need this motherfucker on." <laughs> yeah. Did you get right? No. So, not yet. so we finally got this motherfucker on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it worked itself out. And I'm I'm not happy. I want I want to talk about some real club shit. Yeah, with, man. With you, all right. Yeah, we got DJ it. Bad in the building. Yeah. What's What's good, yo? Thank What's y'all good, for having man. me. It's an honor. It's no, an honor. No. You know what I'm saying? I'm amped up. I've I've heard yeah. a lot of things about you, but mm. I feel like I've never met you. Like uh, we've never been in the. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess we've been in the same sphere, but just hasn't never connected. Yeah, yeah. I haven't connected. Yeah, yeah but I've yeah, heard so sure. many great things about you. I appreciate that. And I, and I know you used to come. Like I wish Never was here, but he said you know, like you used to come down to Vegas and then. You were doing what? Uh, you were doing uh, daylight. Daylight, yeah. With Made. Mm-hmm. Was yeah, that with, with Made? Yeah, I was with Made. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, when like, Made. Yeah. So like Made is a uh, nightlife promotional company. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the one of the illest. Yeah. yeah. One of the illest. Yeah. One of the illest. Who started like you know they had the dope hip hop parties in yeah. L A. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Still um, do. They still do. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and what they would do is what they take a shuttle or a bus, a charter bus, <laughs> like like yeah. big ass like Greyhound Basically. buses. Like, like they were yeah. going to, and like they were playing playoffs somewhere else. You got to understand. So like when I'm from New York, so when right. we, we came to Vegas, mm-hmm. I was they, they were telling they were like you know I saw the flyers and they would and you know for daylight it would be like made was it Sundays. It was Sundays. Yeah. So it was like made Sundays. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck is this made shit? <laughs> but that that took like the blueprint. I don't know. Like it took yeah, like the, the blueprint three. Like yeah. the line through oh, the yeah, No, they, they, it was uh, did. Yeah. The, the right? Holy Grail. Yeah. The, Magna, yeah. the Holy Grail. Yeah, I'm like, who are these? Magna Carta, Holy yeah, Grail. The Magna yeah, Carta. Yeah, I was like, yeah, who are these? Yeah, yeah. Who are these? L.A. Cali motherfuckers like taking some Brooklyn Jay Z shit, <laughs> yeah. crossing it, it with a line for their logo, uh-huh. and putting uh-huh. on a flyer, and then mm. they explain like, no, so they take a shuttle or a bus, a party bus, charter yeah. bus from L.A. and they drive all the way to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, and then they party and then they go back. Yeah, and then it wasn't even over then, right? <laughs> nah. So after, so like they would be in a Vegas pool, hot ass Vegas pool, 110 degrees, 115 degrees. Mm-hmm. And then after they left Vegas, after the pool closed, they like closed. They headed back to LA for yeah. four hours. Probably kept drinking on the bus <laughs> yes. yeah. and smoking. God knows what. Now to be honest, I don't know how many people made it back to LA. Oh yeah, you know, most oh. of those times. You know, what so they got like, stranded. Yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 I want to hear about this. What they happens never, at that? Point? Wait, let me finish this. I mean, because Vegas pool parties close at what five? Five. Six. They open five, at twelve. And yeah, close at five. So. I think they just would keep drinking and then uh, like or they would drink like to to dehydration at the pool party and would never make it back to That's some damn shit. to Greystone. So they would oh, yeah, so then they would head to Greystone Sundays. Yeah. 
So in Greystone Sundays, they had motherfuckers in bikinis and swimming trunks going to that shit? <laughs> I think they changed. I, I don't think they would let them in. I don't know if they did. <laughs> I, would, I would think they just showed up. The, but that was the formula. But, that was the theory. That yeah, was, that was the theory. That was the theory. But um, I, I never DJ both. That's that's insane. That's do insane. you even understand the that's level insane. of partiness you have to be at no. to do that double shift? Of I, You like, know what? I, I feel like. There was a time that maybe I would have done that, but th- that wasn't. No, I'm talking about the party goers. Yeah. Like, they're partying in Vegas. So, in the you morning. were never on the shuttle? I was never on the shuttle. You no. drove separately? Or I flew or something. Yeah, oh, smart yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because like, well, that drive back from Vegas to LA, have you ever done it? Could yeah. It? You're, no. you're, you're a New Yorker. I, never know. I thought it sounded crazy. Well, yeah, he, it was, he doesn't drive, but he's. Yeah. he's oh, you're a New Yorker. Yorker. Yeah. You're a New Yorker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But <laughs> don't say it like that. I got love for New York. No, I got love for New York. Um, Let's not but, start the podcast like this now. No, I'm <laughs> but that drive back home from Vegas, from LA, I mean, to, back to LA is just. Not fun. been in the sun all day. It's not fun. Even if you haven't been drinking, just being in the sun alone is going. I mean, if you hung yeah. over from it's, the night before, it's, it's, yeah. it's no, it's not fun. And then you might hit traffic, and four traffic hours turns to six or eight. I've been in eight hour. So, yeah. at what time would they leave? They would leave at like what eleven? No, no, they would to leave. Vegas probably eight in the morning. No, yeah. not that early. Yeah, no, not that early. Like 10, 11. Because it, oh, why would you get there? It's a four hour drive. So you would say you leave at eight a.m. You get there at midday. You leave at 5. Yeah, because the pool opens at, what, 12? Yeah. Yeah, the pool opens at 12, but you don't necessarily need to get there till like, around 2. That's true. So they can leave around 10, get there around 2.30. I don't know. Vegas pool parties, I be, it feels like I go there and then it's done. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. You kind of need to get your bang for your everyone. <laughs> see, I wish Neville was here because then everyone would show up around 2, 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. They, they go hard body till 5, uh, five 6. Oh, and the then, pool stays open till six. I yeah, it was like five. six at the latest. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And then you guys drive back, head there around ten, eleven nah. to Greystone. Nah, there's no way. So what? What happened? <laughs> you would drive. You would take. You would fly to Vegas. I'm staying there the night. I'm not staying going, there. The I'm night. not going. Oh, wow. back to Smart LA. Man. That's Smart crazy. Man. That's and then crazy. You guys would have a, usually have a performance too, right? Yeah, there would be I feel like, like a that host was the first something. time they started having performances at yeah, the daylight. Whether it would be like Jeezy like or Rick Ross or yeah. yeah, it was like some Memorial Day type stuff every yeah. week. It was yeah. crazy. Was that was crazy. So how was that though? Coming out to Vegas. Vegas, Vegas is always fun. I feel like I, I'm glad I, I don't live there. <laughs> I don't have to partake in that every weekend because that's it's not that that's, bad, man. It, okay, well, it's not that bad. It, well, you, you it, also, it felt you, like some debauchery to me. Like, it is some debauchery. <laughs> you, I mean, came at the, you came at the like the no, but different even, time. You know what? Even <laughs> when I would go to stay at my aunt's house for a week or whatever and, and kind of go out with D, mm. it didn't seem that bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it could be for someone as. Used to a spot being closed at two or dealing with the, the pools and all that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. It could I be mean, overwhelming. Yeah. Depending on how you, if you're searching for it, you might find it. So. And pl- well, that's LA too, but I feel like it, Las Vegas is just in abundance. You know what I'm saying? Also, like there's always something to do. Also, like the Vegas strip club is very different. I don't know. Like I feel oh, like LA. Launch. I feel like LA strip clubs started getting popping recently. Like, like 2018, in the last 2019. for sure. Yeah, like five. Six years ago, right? Sure. I don't even know if they're still. I mean, they're they're cool, but like, I wouldn't put them on Miami. <laughs> even Atlanta lo- I will or, say even longer nah. than that because I feel like the first time I heard about Sam's, yeah, that was like twenty twelve. But, no, Sam, but Sam's, Sam's was one thing. Sam's was like 
a legend in its own. Yeah. Like, okay. That was different. What are you talking about? What's it called? Sam's Hoff. Sam's Hoffra. Yeah. yeah. And that was. Wait, 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 <laughs> Drake did, used to do that every like Monday. I yeah, think. Franzen would do it. I mean, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It was Monday nights, right? Yeah, it was Mondays. Yeah, it was like a legendary yeah. like. Downtown. Downtown. Strip right club. by the Staples Center, not too far from the I Staples mean, Center. I mean, and Sam's, no offense, Sam's, but it's not, you know. It's, it's not the nicest. Yeah, it's not the nicest. It's not. But they got it's some good not. wings down there. They do have good wings. Good talent, too. They do have good wings. But nice isn't, isn't, isn't that the point that it, it's not the nicest, right? I yeah. guess, yeah. It's downtown, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, part part hood. I think it's, I actually walked through there. One time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. East, yeah. East of San Pedro, so yeah. You yeah, yeah, find yeah. Some nasty yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. impressed. Yeah. I mean, I never. You seen were impressed so many... with the talent, or you were? I was impressed. Of, I didn't know L.A. strip clubs. I think I was just like, okay, they're doing, they're doing something here. That never... <laughs> That's the only place, right? <laughs> Crazy girls eventually got got out. Yeah, and then there's Cheetahs and uh... Cheetahs used to be a rundown club because I used to live by there. That shit used to be hood as shit. Oh wow! And they have turned it around. Somebody, I think the owners of Days Hot Chicken bought it, mm. and they have flipped it. So yeah, but I think feel like L.A. never was known as having good strip. Oh clubs. no, no, never. They no, went yeah. to recruit some never. talent from. So when I south. went to when I went to that one and I walked through, I'm like, there's some motherfuckers spending some money. Yeah, and then the DJ was spinning some shit. So I was like, oh, this is like this is something. This yeah. is like. I mean, it got better. I think uh, there was like AOD, um, Ace of Diamonds. Oh, yeah. That was big. And then um, Secret Sundays was big. So that kind of brought it, you know, kind of mainstream in LA. But, you know, and then Cheetahs and Crazy Girls kind of took over, you know, after that. And Deja Vu now, too, downtown. It's pretty good, too. So you're you're born and raised in LA? Inglewood, yeah. Inglewood. Yeah. You had to say, y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's funny? They look related. <laughs> huh? They look like that is so y'all sit in the same exact <laughs> way. <laughs> With the hat and the hoodie, the same kind. Yeah, white that's shoes, like, jeans, that's like a thin, black ass hat, <laughs> like really look crispy look hat. Going. That's such an Inglewood thing to do. Is yeah. like you from LA? No, I'm from Inglewood. Like, yeah. Oh, no. Wait, wait. That explain that. Wood. Oh, it's a thing. Like, okay, if if I come to New York and you ask me where I'm from, I say I'm from LA. Mm-hmm. But if you're in LA and you with somebody from LA, you gotta say what part of LA because obviously when you're traveling around, people only know LA. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you just say LA. If they say what part, then you go Inglewood, right? So, but when you're when you're talking to somebody from LA, it's like, nah, what part? Like, yeah, because you could say LA, but you can be from the Valley, and then it's like, eh. you're not really from LA. <laughs> no, no disrespect to the Valley, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like you're not really it. Yeah, it's you don't like cut, you know, you don't cut the state, the yeah. city lines. <laughs> yeah, I get why you say LA to a person who's not from LA because yeah. they wouldn't know what the Valley is. Yeah, right? so it's like, can we can we break down? So like, you know, I grew up in New York. Yeah. So like a Brooklyn motherfucker is very different from a Harlem motherfucker. Like a Harlem mm-hmm. motherfucker is different from a Queens motherfucker. So mm-hmm. like when you say you're from Inglewood, how is Ingle an uh, Inglewood dude different from like I don't know what other part? You uh, know what Compton I'm saying? Motherfucker. Like a yeah. Compton. Uh, I think and Watts. Uh, Look, there's like there's like four <laughs> South Central neighborhoods. It's Compton. Uh, Inglewood, and then I'll say Watts, and then South Central area. And so you see, I, New York, I, New York, we always talk about Crenshaw because of that's more South Central. Central. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would break it down more like it's like you got East Side, you got West Side, you got, and then you got Valley, right? No, no, and then not. you got, and then you got South Central or Crenshaw. You know what I'm saying? Like that area. West Side is more like Inglewood, Hawthorne, Gardena, that type. You know right. what I'm saying? Crenshaw. You know, West LA. Mm-hmm. Then you got East Side. That's like Watts. 
you know, uh, everything past the 110. You know what I'm saying? To like, me, that's, that's south. No, they want you to think it's south, but no, it's that's east. Because east to me is East L.A. Oh well, well okay. I mean? We're we're talking we're talking two different cultures now. See, you know what I'm saying? What like I'm saying. So, <laughs> to me, <laughs> wait, wait. I grew up in Silver Lake, so I'm from the north side of the town. Right. Okay. You're more southwest. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then South Central to me is Watts, South Central Florence, Watts, and then Compton, Carson, year way down there. See, Inglewood people, I feel like are more. I wouldn't say we're bougie more than Compton. Inglewood is Harlem. Okay. Okay. So the, the this is what I'm trying to get at is like mm-hmm. Brooklyn back in the day a Brooklyn dude had certain characteristics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like we never trust a Brooklyn motherfucker because well, would you say that is you don't a know Watts dude. You no no Watts dude. No, if you said you were from Watts, I just gotta watch my back. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's what I'm saying. But like, <laughs> we don't trust like a Brooklyn motherfucker because it was like it, like so I'm from Manhattan. So, but like a Harlem motherfucker was known as being cocky and flashy because they were part of Manhattan and Manhattan was kind of like, you know, everyone wanted to be in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So all the motherfuckers from Harlem were like the best dressed, but they always felt like they were a little bit better than a Brooklyn or a Queens motherfucker. Okay. I would say Inglewood is that. Yeah, because Inglewood is like right next to Ladera, which is right next to Bowen Hill. Right. So that's 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 the the upper. And then we always thought like, you know, Brooklyn is like... You can't really trust them. Like you don't know if like they cool all of a sudden. You hang out and then they just rob you or like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what? Like, definitely you just never know. Definitely yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, definitely. But I, I, I can trust yeah. the Compton motherfucker, but I, Watts one, I may be like, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. and then Queens was was different because Queens is so like out, like it's kind of so far away. So Valley. So so oh, wait, wait, no 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 <laughs> Valley. For yeah. us. No no no. But, no, but no. it was like whenever Queens would come to Manhattan. You were like, oh, these motherfuckers always trying to start some shit because they rolled so deep. Oh, I would say that. So like, it was always whenever some shit happened, we're like, all oh, these Queens motherfuckers roll deep. And I they, would say, I would say Carson Long shit. Beach. You Car- Carson, yeah. that's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Compton and Carson are really close. So yeah, they, they, yeah. They, that, that and then area. you got Long Beach, where it's just like a whole nother world over. There. You know what? It's funny because Carson Long Beach, y'all, I always felt like, damn, these motherfuckers, they got to prove something. Like they, they got to. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like we still sound yeah. central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we still yeah. from the hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But y'all, y'all wave, y'all far. <laughs> you down, you down that seven ten boy. Like yeah, like you coming to Hollywood is like a mission. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so sure. so Inglewood's kind of like bougie. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's like close yeah. enough to the beach. Uh huh. Right. Kind of yeah. like upper middle class. El Segundo. Yeah. Okay. Right yeah. yeah. Like but but it still got some hood in it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. The, I mean, you have the Forum there. You have Randy. So you, yeah. It's it's still some hood there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get it fucked up. Yeah, don't get it twisted. <laughs> nah, nah, don't nah. get it twisted. I like that. I like that breakdown. Yeah. yeah. I also like the fact that you guys are from the same hood and you sit in the same, <laughs> same way. <laughs> Damn near dressed the same way. They look the same. Right? They look like cousins. That's so funny. Something in the water. I, but no, he, I he actually, actually feel like I'm looking inside a car and someone's in the passenger and you're in you're driving. <laughs> yeah, this someone's is like, driving. He actually grew up like almost in walking distance. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, man. So yeah. wait, wait. So when did you start DJing? How how'd you get into it? Um, I started DJing in college actually. Um, where'd you go? I went to UCLA. Okay. Um, Yo, you smart. This motherfucker's smart. <laughs> <laughs> he's the motherfucker Shout from out the Bruins. Shout out the Bruins. That he's the motherfucker from the hood. that be like, "Yo, don't fuck with bad. He going to UCLA." He well, yeah, it, it kind of was like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we was already talking on some nerd shit. Earlier. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, my 
my roommate at the time, my actually my freshman year, he was a DJ, and he had brought all his equipment. And then by the end of the year, I was the one practicing the most because I was just I was just so in in into it. This you know is Serato had came out, or this is all vinyl. No, this is this is pre. This is like. 2001. Oh, yeah. so this is all so, vinyl. Yes. Yeah, this is all vinyl. Yeah. It was all vinyl. Yeah. So, he had brought his vinyls. I was doing, um, I forgot those, you know, the vinyls with the sound effects on them. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're doing the chirps like, and all that stuff. Yeah, like the scratch. The, the scratch, scratch, scratch vinyls. Yeah, scratch yeah. vinyls. Yeah, there you go. And um, I was just, he would just teach me one thing and then I would start doing it and he would teach me another thing and I would start doing that. So you got into the whole scratch aspect of it all. In the yeah, beginning. I mean, and, and I just love music. I just love collecting music, and I just wanted to play it. You know what I'm saying? And and it just happened that he had brought his whole thing, and then he was just teaching me. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And then by the end, I think I was like, I had damn near almost funked out by the time because I was just in there practicing. <laughs> and you were just oh, obsessed with. I that was shit. just obsessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my mom was like, uh. Bruh, like you're not academic yeah. probation. You're not about man. to you're not you're not about to flunk out, bro. You gotta <laughs> you gotta get it together. So I eventually did get it together, but then I started doing parties like my sophomore and junior year at UCLA. So it was like it, it got crazy after and that. Like, what, you party, like frat, frat parties? Yeah, I was doing frat parties. I was doing um yeah, I was doing frat parties. I was really promoting and then um like once I started uh, probably like two thousand two, three. Um, I I, I kind of switched from promoting to like actually DJing and like, um, yeah, that's where it happened. I, I gotta thank my boy DJ Slim. He he used to be our DJ from the for the people I like promoted for, mm -hmm. and um, he taught me a lot too. And DJ Dents, um, he was a big DJ at the time. He he taught Dents me was on too. the radio, right? Dents was on um one hundred point three. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Dents, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, so like. How would he DJs for the Clippers now, but boo, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a real early motherfucker right there for you. Yeah, but how is it, how is it a UCLA party? Because I've heard the oh. USC party is a hood, right? USC, like, yes. Yeah. USC's in the hood. Yeah, yeah. USC's, USC's in, the in the hood for sure. And they got more they got more black people there. So yeah, they're they're he was like, dude, play this, bro. <laughs> Wait, so what were you what were they playing at a UCLA party? Well, I mean, like I mean, there's not a lot of black people there, but there is a lot of black people. You got athletes and you got, you know, mm -hmm. the, the black people there. I mean, it's like when I was there, I think it was like 4%, but 4% of 35,000 is still, you know, a lot of people, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were still playing hip hop. We, you know, I think that was the era of Ying Yang Twins and Lil Jon and all that stuff. <laughs> it's only twelve hundred people. From but if all twelve hundred people come to a party, which usually is what happened, uh, you at least get a thousand, yeah. right? So it's like, or you know, five, six hundred. You know what I'm saying? So it, I, it was, it was what it was supposed to be. It wasn't like USC though. Everybody wanted to go to USC parties. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, they when, had the whole Greek life. They had the whole thing popping. Like, mm, and that's when like Reggie Bush, Matt Liner was out. Exactly. Like, they, were on, was they were on popping. the wave. They were they were popping. We were wiping. So we were we were definitely headed down there a couple times. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Enemy territory. But it was it, it was, was <laughs> Okay. It was enemy territory. I couldn't I couldn't front. But I had a lot of friends, still have a lot of friends that um out that went to USC when I was going to UCLA. So it 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 really doesn't matter at at a certain point. Like, all right, we we're all in school. We're all like in the community. Mm -hmm. It doesn't it doesn't matter. We all black. You know what I'm saying? We all from the culture. So, 
you know, that USC, USC, UCLA stuff only goes, you know, off the off the football field. A lot of it's times like y'all were doing joint parties. Yeah, we I would do go, joint parties. I would, yeah. I would oh, okay. go to them. Like, it would be like a warehouse, a huge warehouse. Mm-hmm. On, like, Thanksgiving weekend being rented out. And on the flyer, it would say USC, UCLA. Yeah. And maybe, like, Pepperdine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, certain yeah. schools. We invite all schools out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it, it, was just, it was just a culture thing. It wasn't like, you know. I mean, you know, during football, we got it's, yeah. it's we got beef, but it's after beef. that, we gonna paint we gonna paint the uh, Trojan blue and gold and stuff. You know, it's yeah. little stuff like that. But it's like, so wait, did you start immediately doing clubs right after college, and you kind of brought like your your college following to the clubs, or not really? Um, no, nah, that's not really how it happened. Because um, that's kind of how it happens in New York sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I I think it was like. I, I was doing a lot of backyard stuff, like little stuff, like house parties, house parties. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it was like that. And then I think people kind of heard my name, and then I kind of got brought on the scene. Um, but it took a while. It was like two, three years. I was doing uh, no, maybe like four or five. I was doing a whole bunch of college parties, like UCSB, USC, you know, all, Occidental, all these colleges in, um, you know, Fullerton was popular. Yeah, Fullerton, like. Every party they would like book me, and um, so I guess those kids, you know, started going to Hollywood or downtown or whatever. When did you start going to Hollywood, like DJ in Hollywood? Ooh, uh, I think like maybe '08. You were doing like Josephs and shit. I was doing Basque. Oh, okay. I was I doing Basque. like Vine Street Lounge. I was doing. Did you do Crest? I did Crest. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Crest was Damn. crazy. Crest, yeah. Crest was uh, four levels. Four levels. And it was just in the middle. You of was Hollywood. the man if you was doing the rooftop. Yeah, the but rooftop I, was I was rooftop. I was doing like you know first floor. The first, first floor. floor yeah. When when motherfuckers like walked in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're like, who is this kid? Like, Cine- that shit was Cinespace. I was doing. Oh, like, you did Cinespace. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where I first met um, Supreme Team, like the the OGs. Like they they really put me on Hollywood for real. That's how I got like Supper Club and Roxbury and all that stuff. Like that came. A couple years later, Supreme Team. Supreme Team, yeah. So, Supreme Team was like they're they're, they're like legendary. So when did they start doing parties? Like in the two thousands? Uh, no, it was it was late. It was like because I first DJed something for them probably at Cinespace. That had to be like oh eight oh nine something like that. So you guys kind of came up around the same time. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I I think they had heard my name. You know, just. You know, going people going to college and then like, oh, you should book this guy, and then they heard me. They had me open up one time, and then my room was more popping than the than the main room. And they was like, who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, did you go by bad already? Yeah, I was bad. I was bad. Um, yeah, I never really changed my name. I was trying to because I was like, I can't come up with nothing better because bad is my initials. So I was like, I got to come up with something better. But then they were like, nah, this this is it. Like, just keep this. Like you're already known. Like I'm kind of curious who was who was like kind of the main DJ at the time, kind of killing shit. Um. Oh, there was a lot. There Cause was because the thing is like during the 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. I was in Vegas. I was like, I moved to Vegas in 2005, right. and then I would come to LA, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I saw no presence of hip hop anywhere. Yeah, yeah. In Hol- but I would only go to Hollywood spots. But right. I saw no presence of hip hop anywhere. Yeah. I think the first night I did Playhouse. Oh wow. They were like shocked. They were just like, "Wow, this motherfucker is playing hip hop." <laughs> Two thousand nine. Like, and, like someone, someone tweeted. Yeah, I think it was uh, Allison Melanick. I think she was promoting or something. Okay, she's from New I York. I think. Name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Oh my god, I love it!" Like, there's a DJ playing hip hop in Hollywood. Wow. And I was just like, 
Y'all motherfuckers don't play hip hop out here. And I would tell people like, yo, tell, take me to like a hip hop spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just non-existent in Hollywood. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I think at that point it was a lot of gang problems. You know what I'm saying in right. LA. And so the clubs had kind of shut it down. Like, nah, no. I did the only hip hop was probably Joseph's, and that's a yeah. little bit off of Hollywood Boulevard, mm-hmm. like a block over. Yeah, but I think that may be the only spot that in my that was house. like oh five. You said yeah. no, no, no. Playhouse, that was so Playhouse, oh nine, yeah, yeah, twenty ten. Yeah. So okay. yeah, there was a lot of violence for sure around that. Still time. around that time. Yeah, yeah, wow. for sure. And because um, I remember at Supper Club, that was like two thousand twelve. Really, it was like that was the first time it was like you could even even then songs was banned. Like there was some songs we could not play. What songs were banned? I tell you, like BPT. No, 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 no. The first I want to say this real mm-hmm. quick. The first I walked to Supper Club on a Tuesday. Yeah, YG shit just had release. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker was on, <laughs> and he he drops BPT from the one. <laughs> Every fucking hood motherfucker gets up. And throws up the set. And I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And if you ever been to Supper Club, it's kind of like across from each other. Like mm-hmm. tables across from each other. Mm-hmm. And it fucking hits and everyone just starts throwing up the hood. I'm like, no one got in a fight inside. Yeah. But it was just such a unit. Like, you're such an L.A. thing. Right. That you did that night. And it I was, was a, like. It was a little tense. <laughs> it was a little. And after. <laughs> no. And then fucking Sincere Show gets on oh, the yeah. mic. He goes. Hold up, hold up. This motherfucker rewinds it. Drop that shit again. Again. And I'm like, oh, I think fuck. after that, it got bad. <laughs> For sure. Got he bad just made that. it such a moment, like yeah. LA shit. You know, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I'm pretty sure YG was there that night, too. Probably. Yeah. You know, every time I play that record and there's like, you know, someone's like recording an IG story, mm. everyone from New York says, what? what is that record? <laughs> So this record been out for like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. To this day, they're like, yo, like, what is this record? And I'm like, you don't know BPT, YG? And they're like, no. Like, they were going off. And I was like, yo. The energy on that record is just on another level, bro. Like, I I remember I remember that night too. Like, and and the GM was like, nah, we can't do that ever again. (laughs) It was such a moment. And then you had the girl coming out from the fucking ceiling with the bottle, and then these motherfuckers are throwing up gang signs. Every club was a moment. I'm like, dog, that was a fucking magical moment. That was a very LA moment for me. So so you came up with the Supreme team. Yeah. And they they noticed they were Shout out Deep Shane, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they noticed that you was like holding down the room. You was you was holding down the room better than the main room. Yeah. Yeah. What and then what do you think was what were you doing at the time? I think I was just playing I was playing a lot of R and B in the beginning. And I don't think they ever heard that before. Like Mm -hmm. and then R and B to like really get things popping. You know what I'm saying? Like I would and I think the thing they liked about me most is like I would take them on a journey you know what i'm saying so i was always the i was always the ebb and flow i i knew how to read that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. very good so and so they were like okay we get it like you know exactly what you're doing well you were like keeping probably you playing for the ladies right exactly yeah that was my whole that was my whole thing i was like forget the dudes the dudes are going to be there regardless regardless of what i play so um make sure the ladies and and they love that they love that about my whole set so that's what I always focused on. Because why would I play for you, dude? Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I want her. <laughs> right? to dance. Exactly. Exactly. Why? And that's the best advice. I mean, I, that's the advice I give to all DJs. Like, why would you care about what a dude wants? Unless he's paying you, like, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Like, for you, 
you need to get these women because the women, the women define everything. If you don't have the women, like, there's no club. I, I kind of noticed down south, they focus on the men more than women. They play for the and how does that go off? I don't. Well, <laughs> South got a lot of trappers that are wasting that use that spending right. a lot of money over there. So yeah. they they probably want to keep the trappers. No, I I, I get it, but it's like but Hollywood, you got to keep it sexy. You got to keep it sexy, man. I, you, I'm not, I'm not in I'm not in Atlanta, so I don't know. I can't. Uh, well, I've never been to Atlanta. I'm talking about like different states, like Texas or Texas, whatever. Like, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I've been to Texas, and it, it, it's definitely like that. Yeah, and even the women like like that. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, then if if you the women like it, I'm down for it. Mm-hmm. Forget it. Like that's that's my whole thing. That's my whole creed. That's the whole creed I live by as a DJ. Yeah. What made you uh, use that kind of formula of starting with the R and B and getting it? Um, I just I just liked R and B. I just liked R and B, and I felt like when I played it, like that's when I would get the most reaction, especially early, because I was doing all early sets. Right. And so I can't play no bangers. I can't play the the primetime stuff. So how, why not just get, because all it is in the beginning is girls at the table, right? Or girls who get in free or girls who and are R&B with the promoters, R&B right? R&B was popping at the time, too. R&B has always, always been popping. I like, I started DJing, what, 2000? It's I, always been popping. I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest with you, like... I you know when I when I come to LA I there was like not really an RB scene. Yeah. It was just hip hop or I think rock I I think I had something to do with it like coming back or like You were playing the Trey songs the pleasure Yeah, 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 yeah. You were yeah. doing that a lot. For sure. By the way, did you ever do a Pleasure P party? I never did a Pleasure P. Dude, party. Pleasure P's party were crazy. Like you had levels at his house and it was like oh, man. strippers on one and then <laughs> oh, wow, it was man. insanity you know. going on. Yeah. 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 And then his mom had home cooked meals in the kitchen. It was kinda wild. Is wow. this when you were running with Quincy? Yeah, this is when I was running. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so it's different vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, sure. he used to hang with Diddy's access. son. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I I I heard Quincy. I heard the name. That's why <laughs> Heard the name, Keep bro. it underneath, bro. <laughs> That's why he's smiling so much. Cause this was like his. Yeah, this is like his heyday. This is like yeah. his time. I was yeah. nineteen. Yeah. I shouldn't be in these fucking places. <laughs> no, but um, I remember Miss Diddy. Yes, trust Miss Diddy. Shout out Miss Diddy, man. Amazing, love her. Human being. Yes, she invited me to a Tuesday on Las Palmas, but I forgot what was the name of that party, and I think it was Supreme Team. But that's when I heard you for the first time. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you were running a lot of R&B, now that you mentioned, like a lot of Trey songs, Pleasure Pete. Yeah. And it was very sexy. Right. Yeah. 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 So that was the first time I heard you. And then after that, I felt like there was an explosion of DJ Bad logos on every (laughs) fucking flyer. Because this dude was on every fucking flyer. I feel like the only people I saw was either you or Orator. Like those, oh like, yeah, like yeah. Too. Shout out Orator, that's my guy. Um, yeah, it w- it was it was like I was working five six days mm. a week, and it was nights. nonstop. It was it was nonstop. So once you were the one, and Supreme Team was like, "Yo, this this is the one. Bad is the one." Mm-hmm. Then you st- you started working like overtime. No, it, it just it just didn't stop. It like, didn't stop. It didn't stop, and and they were on fire, and people asked me like, "How did you you know break into Hollywood?" I was like, "It really wasn't me. It was them." You know what I'm saying? Like. And luckily, they had loyalty to me. I, I feel like I just got lucky. Obviously, there was some skill involved, but it's really the team and and the people you come up with. Well, you know, you know it's a it's a great time because not I feel like not 
a lot of people understand the dynamic. A lot of young DJs don't understand the dynamic of the promoter and DJ. Yeah, yeah. and how yeah. important man that that the, teamwork is. It's, it's so important, you know, because without them, I don't think I would have ever got that platform. But I'm sure they look at you like Bad was just doing that shit at that time. So it was like oh, it's mutual. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a perfect perfect marriage. But right. it's like I I owe a lot to them because right now the DJ is the promoter right yeah. now. Right? Yeah, it feels that way. It feels like if you ain't bringing no tables out, you can't, you know. Right. Right. And then if you can bring tables out, it's not, you, you necessarily don't even have to have skill like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So or, like, or like, hey, I'm not getting booked nowhere. I got to start my own party. Yes. And then they promote their own party now. True. So that whole promoter DJ come up dynamic doesn't exist as much anymore. As, as I'm, I feel like in LA, it's, it's a little different, but like. Is it? Yeah, because I, I feel like there's a new wave now and they have their own preferences. You know what I'm saying? So mm. um, I, I think I, I see it more here than I do anywhere else. You know what I mean? So, um, but. I feel like maybe you need it out here because everything is a destination, right? True. True, true, like, true, true. Like when when you go somewhere out here in LA, like you have to, you pretty much just are you stuck there kind of a little bit. Like you got to make a decision on oh, where you want to oh, go. Oh, where you want to go? Yeah, because yeah, you only got till two a.m. Right. So no you one's people aren't club hopping like that, right? Yeah, nah. no one's club hopping. Like nah, that. I mean, nah. Nah. Once you're at a place, unless you're in Hollywood, and it's hard to get in. Like, you yeah, know, you can't just go from Supper Club to Playhouse and be like, "All right, cool." Nah, you might make it Supper Club to the hookah lounge down the street, but that's right. about it. Yeah, you it's, can't really like, you know, it's not what y'all open till four in New York. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, but at the time, when I was coming up, two thousands. I mean, four or five, <laughs> it was cool. Four or five clubs a night? No, four or five a.m. Oh, a.m. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you could no, no, but there were there were there were multiple. Yeah, they clubs were doing like five to. nights. Man, they were like you could go to a bunch of places Tuesday to like. But I see, mean, Thursday. L.A. scared. L.A. scared about that. That would that would never work in L.A. That would never work. It, I mean, it, people getting drunk till four or five in the morning. That's too. They only push it when we have like Grammy week. Wait, why? Why, why do you? Why do you say that? Why do you think that? And you think shit would have gotten out of hand if if oh, muff, yeah, if yeah. motherfuckers would drink it till four a.m. Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah, that might be the reason why they cut it at two. Yeah, no, you know why they cut it at two? What's the history behind that? What is yeah? It? Is I, I, the history behind it is that you know Hollywood is is based on movie studios, right? So movie studios, you know, they they have like you know they have to set up cameras really early, like five five a.m. six a.m. Mm. The problem is is that all the cameraman the lighting people they would go out oh and they would get wasted till 4 a.m and they would <laughs> be fucked up and they wouldn't make the 6 a.m call time so this is all about the movie studio it's all about the movie studio so the money, then baby they started ending shit at like midnight 2 a.m i definitely thought it was gangs because i remember nah. hearing about the century club going till four or five in the morning and really? then after that they were like nah it's a wrap but I could oh. be, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't clubbing this. So from, from what I heard, it was the movie, it was the movie studios. Studio. And actually, right. I, I read an article about it. That oh, it, all, well, it was all about the movie studios. And all about the but money, there may baby. have been like, there may have been some like clubs, mm -hmm. large clubs, mm -hmm. that were still able to have a 4 a.m. liquor mm -hmm. license. Like mm -hmm. grandfathered in. Yeah. 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 But then they maybe got that shit pulled on top of <laughs> That's the, Sam's, the other shit. That's Sam's, baby. That's Sam's. They got grandfathered. <laughs> they got grandfathered in. Man. Yo, Kirk, you always talk about party rocking and you never heard anybody from L.A. party rock slam records and shit. This motherfucker, actually, now that I recall, he slams, re slams records and he moves pretty quick. Yeah. He has fast mixing. So opposed to a, a regular L.A. Uh, radio format. When I came to LA, there was the DJ AM format. 
So everyone had this DJ AM format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it was actually surrounded around the radio. Okay. It was like the melody, mm-hmm. right? Where mm-hmm. they would have, you know, the song play. And then they would go into an instrumental. Mm, they yep. would uh, crab or scratch right. out of the song. Yep, yep. And then they would scratch in the other That's song, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So it was this very uniform. There was no energy. It was just like <laughs> when you when you heard someone, it was like you were listening to a mixtape. Yeah. Super clean, technical. Oh, definitely. But the energy wouldn't be built. It wouldn't be party rocking like a New York style. Yeah. I mean, I guess I had something to do with that, with the changing, because now I feel like L.A. is like all like... <laughs> sound effects and boom next song I'm like did I did I have something I to do with that I think you did bro cause I remember I went to Miami and I was like oh shit he just going and then I came back and then I'm like this is not this hip hop the way they're playing hip hop in LA is not working right but when I heard you I'm like you're dropping shit and you're moving rather quick on records. Right. And I, I honestly don't know where I got that from because I've never been to, to New York or in Miami mm-hmm. to, to, to witness something like that. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like, you know, why can't I put this old record on, play the hook, and then bam, go to a, a big new record. You know what I'm saying? That That's just how I... Was who were, who were some of your influences? I know you said Dense was... Dense, uh, Dense, Dense... Um, uh, let's see, Rampage, uh, Jam X, Mark the Spot. Um, to Mark. Yeah, shout out Mark. I heard a lot about Mark the Spot. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's dope, and he's from New York. Mm. Yeah, so, so probably that's probably got it. Yeah, yeah, that's probably where I got it from. But yeah, all those guys. Um, yeah, were, probably got a little. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. a little residue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, I, I get something from every. I was, I was like, even as bad as a DJ might be, you can get something from him. Like something you can learn something For like sure. a song, a transition, something like. So I I don't really go into anything and say, "Oh, that guy sucks." Like I can't I can't learn nothing from him. Like mm-hmm. that's that's just not how I work. So wait, so you were so you came up in the perfect time too because, right, the L.A. hip hop started emerging in the early 2010s. For sure. So it was like the perfect. Yeah, storm yeah. of you, mm-hmm. the Supreme Team, yes. and all this like YG, Ty Dolla Sign, yep. all Tiger, all of these yes. motherfuckers just coming out. Mustard, yeah, Mustard was going yeah. crazy. Young California was Young California, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, Charisma, all that stuff. Yeah, right. Shout out Charisma. Yep. And then by that time, even the late two thousands, the Bay was really killing shit. Yeah. Yep. The Bay was really holding California down. I mean, Hyphy was like it. You know, I forgot to say that in that era where I was coming up learning how to DJ, Hyphy was crazy with Lil John, with you know Yin Yang, with mm-hmm. all that stuff, like crazy. Throw I mean, the whistle. I mean, people in LA thought they were from the Bay, like that's how crazy it had. That shit took got, over. Yeah, it took over. Well, because LA didn't have nothing. We didn't have nothing. We didn't have nothing. All we had was. I'm glad you said it. No, I didn't say that. All we had was Snoop and Game. I tell you this shit all the time. Snoop was kind of aging out. Yeah, and Game was just he was holding on. He he never had like production that represented like West Coast. Like his production. Uh, I mean, the first album was. Yeah, but it was Dre. But it was like it had Fifty Cent influence. Right. Yes. Heavy G unit influence. Well, that first album documentary was supposedly all Fifty Second album. Yeah, that's what, what I we heard. Know, from what we know, that's what I heard. Allegedly, yeah, yeah allegedly. 
But we don't let have, game. Don't let game hear that. So yeah, like, like so game. like Bay Area, Bay Area <laughs> music. Game you're playing says, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Bay Area music was a big. I think it was a big influence on that sound you're talking about that era, mm-hmm. because I feel like mustard is just like extension of what the bay was doing in hyphy and all that stuff oh, interesting yeah. interesting yeah and and now it's like it's like muddy right now you like a bay la sound is 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 like it's, ball- it's synonymous yeah yeah it's synonymous with each other like it's all 90 to 100 bpm it's all kind of like boom boom you know and then the beat starts you know what i'm saying it's not like um it's it's no Dif- differentiation for it like, so around yeah. this time you was you was kind of feeling yourself oh right? no this motherfucker I'm telling you bro I don't know if I ever was I heard you were, no. I heard you were doing ditty parties and shit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember him yeah. bro I, I remember yeah. I'm like yo bad is I never wanted to go up to him because I was just so nervous because he just on every flyer he was killing everything <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and look, I have respect for Dirty Draws, like no other. Oh, that's my guy. Shout out to Dirty Draws. Yeah, dirty man. Draws is a really, really great DJ from Legend. the West Coast yes. from LA. Yes. But Bad gave a run for his money, man. <laughs> Bad gave him a run for his fucking money because this motherfucker was just like Dirty Draws. I know him from the open. It was, it was funny world. because he we were doing Tuesdays and then they started doing Thursdays at Supper Club. Yeah. And it was like, who's going to win? And we were like, come on. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't fuck with that too. No, no, come on, bro. Yeah, but Dirty Draws, for the first time, I'm like, yo, Bad is giving him a run for his fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate that. It was, a, it was, a, it was a great moment. It was that that era from, I think 2010. I want to say from the first time I heard you mm. till 2016. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, you had Tuesday was Supper Club. Thursday, I don't know where you were at. Roxbury. Roxbury. Friday, I don't recall where you, maybe. Las Palmas? Yes. Yeah. And then Saturday, yeah. Toxic. Toxic, yeah. Were you ever doing Emerson? No, because okay. that was a Tuesday. And they were trying oh, that's to. that's right. Yeah, it was that's at right. the same Col- time. Oh, Colony was Wednesday. I think I started Colony maybe a few times, but I, I can't recall. Yeah. But that Saturday, that Toxic Saturday. Yeah, Toxic was crazy. Bro, that was a fucking era in LA. Yeah. Toxic Day Party. Shout out. That's Miss Diddy. That's uh, Trust Ms. Brayden. Diddy. Yeah. LA's Finest. Yeah. <laughs> Supreme Team, too. Like, it was just. When, when did Maid start emerging? Maid was always there. Maid, Maid actually started, started Toxic. Um, the first year they they had started toxic and then um, with with LA's finest um, and then LA's finest started partnering up with Supreme Team after that. But May was always there. They did when I was coming up. They were doing Guys and Dolls on Sunday. Oh, that was that was, the, was that was the that was the original Sunday. And so they were always there. They they've had um, you know new new people come in, but they've always been around. Um, and and they, honestly, they've been the the leader kind of because they get all the new stuff first. All the new clubs, May gets them. That's doing hip hop because you know a club in L.A. They're only doing one night maybe of hip hop. Right. Still, to this y- day in New York, it was the Sunday. Okay. In New York, it was like there was a there was a crew called Black Diamond. Okay. And Black Diamond had the Sundays in every like new club. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like yeah. the hip hop day in L.A. probably Thursday. Because you couldn't fuck with Sunday, because Grace Stone just had that hip hop. Yeah, they Sunday. always they always had a Sunday. They always they you can't really fuck with that Sunday. So I started hearing about Grace Stone when like uh, I was like I was in fashion at this time, and like Fear God started emerging, okay, yeah. and I started following like Jerry Jared Lorenzo, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I started, and he was cool with TK mm-hmm, and Gwen, okay. and they had this whole like Hennessy, right? They, yeah. 
They were like, man, they, they brought Hennessy all the way. They back. were Hennessy ambassadors, I think, right? <laughs> Jeez, they brought Hennessy. I was drinking. Well, I was drinking Hennessy because of Nas, and that's a whole other story. But uh, yeah, but they they had the whole L.A. drinking Hennessy, yeah, like right. doing shots of Hennessy. You're not supposed to shoot up Hennessy. Like was, that's not a, that's not supposed to be a thing. It was Ciroc and Hennessy. So they they did they were they they were creating a moment right with this whole thing because I was sure. noticing it and I was like, Fear God is emerging. Jerry Lorenzo's here. I'm seeing Hennessy everywhere, and I'm seeing these black and white recap photos Man, from Greystone. You know what I'm talking they about, They were right? killing, yes, they were killing. The, like the over-looking-down view? Like I mean, the, no, I mean, it was just like, it was... No, the was, Jerry Lorenzo known pictures where he, they're like standing, but it's like the photographer standing above them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those view yeah, yeah. pictures, yeah. Definitely. I but I, I would see those, and I'm like, damn, I got to go to Greystone. Nah, it, it's, it's, I mean, it's still a thing, but it's like, wow. Back then, it was like... I mean, that was the place you wanted to be. Yeah. That was the place I wanted to DJ. I was like, yeah, I got Supper Club, but damn, I can't do a, a, a Sunday so one get, time. It was so hard to get into. You had oh, to yeah. know somebody. Like, yeah, for it was sure. crazy. For sure. And, and God bless Orator, man. That's that's my yeah. guy. He held he held all that down. I mean, from Guys and Dolls till, till now, he's wow. held it down. That's got to be like 15 years. I mean, for you to hold down a residency like that is insane. Yeah, I got to give you props, though. Because I will go see you Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, or whatever. Your set was never the same. Oh yeah, no, I your prided set, myself on that. Yeah, your, I you would never hear Krug. You never hear the same bad set. Yeah, like you would never hear the shit. And then another compliment I want to give you is that Toxic Saturdays, everybody was in there, mm-hmm. and for some reason you knew what to play and what not to play, <laughs> and what beef was in the room. Politics, man, you gotta know the politics. Yeah, that's a hard politics. thing to do. That's one of the biggest things I struggle with, even to this day. Mm. And you did that too at Supper Club, from what I recall. Oh yeah, you had to. At but let me Club. paint the picture about Toxic Saturdays. You would have Drake, Chris Brown, Rihanna, The Game. Karuchi, every fucking body in this uh-huh, room, uh-huh. and this motherfucker is moving through that room the smoothest as it could be. Yeah, and it's it was such a like treat to see because I'm like, dude, this motherfucker has every gang in here. <laughs> you got to know how to maneuver through the yeah. through the LA stuff, man. Yeah, and I remember I, I was I was there when Drake got on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Drake, that was a moment. Yeah. yeah, Drake basically just got on the turn. He was like, it, oh, his guy was like, uh, I think Drake Drake is going to DJ now. I said, what? And he was like, yeah, yeah, just put a couple songs away and you could just move to the left. I was like, <laughs> what is this guy Drake thinking? I'm, but obviously he's Drake, so I let him use my life. Like, he can DJ? <laughs> no, he cannot DJ. <laughs> no. Actually, no, he cannot. He's a good song selector. No, yeah, he's a selector. That's what he is. And this is when everyone was moving to L.A. 2012, 2013. Yeah. I, I remember telling motherfuckers in New York, because New York was like still stuck in this like era of like early 2000s they were still playing PSA oh wow. oh you know what i'm saying yeah, cuz they're yeah, not really okay. they're not playing like maybe they were playing like loyal okay you know what i'm saying okay. but not everything was crossing over mm. from the west coast cuz i feel like new york is so stubborn yeah yeah for sure so i would go back and i would visit and i'm like yo you guys are so behind you guys mm. are still playing like this old jigga 50 cent shit and but like, i you know, feel like there was a time in new york where it was like there was nothing coming out like, like no that was and that somehow was big. they had the song yeah, but they, the that's summer. why and they were still they they're, were they were holding on like we're still they're still it. holding on I mean and people don't realize it, like the young motherfuckers don't realize it now mm. but French Montana was really it he was the dude yeah who was keeping New York alive <laughs> for sure yeah. you know what I'm saying was that Ocho, that, that like, was like Ocho Cinco Ocho Cinco yeah that was big yeah that so was big pa- in the club. don't panic. 
But I'll tell you this: Kirk, produced by Mustang. Ain't worry about too. nothing. And oof. So that pop that. People don't know that. I mean, but pop that was the with the crop. But I'm saying like early French Montana. Oh no, these I ain't young, about nothing. These 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 new like I f- I young felt motherfuckers. Like, I felt like French was using like South beats though. He was. Yeah, yeah he, he was. was. Of course, even like uh like marble floors. Yeah. Joints, What's yeah. the other one that he had? The big one. And uh, wait, but that but that recipe was already going with Dipset because Dipset was I think one of the first few with the big. And New York motherfuckers doing kind of they were like kind of meshing mm. like a down south tempo yeah. with like New York samples mm-hmm. you know like the heat makers were just doing that shit yeah yeah for sure yeah, was yeah. it Justice Justice was popping at the time Justice produ- the production stuff Justice Lee yeah Justice yeah. Lee was yeah. popping and that thing that's what French was grabbing from yeah that yeah that he was Rick doing Ross. like he was doing a, a mixture of Miami mm-hmm. that, yeah. that Miami South with mm-hmm. some New York shit yeah. because for a while everybody was like where are French from like because yeah. he was doing I thought he those was from kind Miami. of records. Yeah. Because he had shot Colin. That shit was banging in Miami. And I was like, oh shit, this dude's from Miami. Well, that sounded like a New York record, though. Yeah, because it had that sample. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were y'all playing uh, French Montana? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's funny you say that because every record from like 20, 2012 to like 2017, they were all from New York. The records of the year. If we really look down, like Pop That in 2012 was uh, one of the biggest records. But I, Pop That don't sound like a New York record, though. Yeah. Mm. And then 2014, you have Hot Boy. Yeah. 2015, you have Fetty Wap and that whole shit. Mm. 2016, you have Young M.A. 2017, you have Cardi B. I can't recall the, the record of the year for 2013. That might be an L.A. record. But, wow, yeah, I just want to say that, that even though New York was holding on to 2000s, they still were throwing some heat out there. The thing is, like, we had, like New York had some superstars like in the early 2010s, mm. but we didn't have the quantity that the West Coast had. Mm-hmm. You guys just had. No, I think you like guys must- didn't have a I don't mustard. Know. You guys didn't I don't have know a what mustard. mustard was doing. You didn't have a mustard. You didn't have a mustard. Yeah. You had the talent, but no mustard. Yeah. Like, mustard was just dropped. He was just <laughs> taking over. Over. Like, quantity just, it it just took well, over. Well, he, he just created a sound, right? Because if you think about, like, yeah, the Kid, Inc. And Kid Inc. records. He created a sound in a BPM. Like, show me yes. kind of, show me change radio, I feel. Like, show, show me, me loyal. LA, I'm different. Rack, Rack City. City. Um, I, I don't, I don't fuck with you. Hey, 24 yo. hours. Yeah. All of those. What's that YG and Jeremiah record? Oh, don't tell him. Don't yeah. tell him was huge. such huge. Rack record. City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, man, he was on fire. And that's when Supper Club was going when did you, nuts. When did you notice like the, the change? Like you were like, oh shit, like, I'm, I'm actually playing all LA shit in my sets now. Like at what point did you see 14, that change? 14 probably. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember specifically Tiger did a party at Supper Club where he had actually had a tiger outside oh that is true that he had a true. tiger outside and i think was that fun. was the i was like that i was like this is the penultimate thing this is the, this is this is it this is the ultimate it was era the this Calif- is the time right here california tiger has a tiger outside for his birthday party and rack city is the biggest song in the no world, it was right? the other song yeah it was for that album where he had the tiger and he was in the hollywood hills was it as a california the California no 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 vacation? no 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 no, 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 no 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 it was it was when Rack City was huge okay that's yeah 2011 yeah because that's the only way he can get away with putting a tiger in a club <laughs> like a real one <laughs> like a real tiger I was like that's a real tiger like we were going right by it like right now it could swipe and we, it could swipe <laughs> yeah it could like it was, it was crazy and this is the beginning of like bottle service hip hop like bottle service kind of like taking over hip hop a little bit yes yes I would agree because Supper Club really wasn't a bottle service club it I mean it, it had tables obviously but it couches it was but the but the middle of the club was 
dance floor like mm-hmm. dance floor like the, it was huge you know what i'm saying so yeah. like if you bombed if a song bombed you would absolutely know it because people would just fan out. yeah was what, it, what was, what, was it, what was a song that would bomb i'm oh, curious. a song that you drop and you're like whoop <laughs> <laughs> i i can't recall because you try not to remember those moments but <laughs> yeah, you block that shit out you block it out like what i don't know what you're talking about clear the dance floor i don't know what you're yeah i'm kind of curious like because like in 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 new york like i like West Coast motherfuckers would go to spin in New York, and they would do these Bay Area sets. Oh yeah, and then they yeah, would just that's be like, "Damn, definitely a regional thing." They would come to me like, "Yo, Crook, the Bay don't work in New York." I'm like, "Yeah, the duh." <laughs> like, you know what I'm, saying? <laughs> I'm like, "Why are you playing? Tell me when to go." In New York. In New York. Like, why? Blow the whistle. You thought Mac Dre was going to hit in New oh, York? Are you man. crazy? Yeah, that's that. But was wild. it? were you trying to push some New York shit on the West Coast at some point? I no, feel like- we, w- we would have to know that it was going to go down. Right. Yeah, we would have to know. Like, Supper Club wasn't the tester. Like, I would do that on another night. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to test stuff at Supper Club unless the person was actually there and they could, like, hype Get it up, which we had a lot of. But you had sincere show. That's a cheat code. But no, no. Yeah, you, we did. You we guys did. had a lot of guest DJs there. For sure. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And you had, like, I, I remember. I saw, and shout out Don Cannon. He was the first resident for um, Supper Club. Who Don was it? Cannon. Don Cannon. Don Cannon? Don Cannon used to fly out from Atlanta, and I used to open, and he would kill it, destroy it destroy it he was like you know what i'm getting tired you've learned enough go really really don cannon man. he just like, passed the torch to you like that don cannon he was like i'm not gonna make this flight you're gonna have to take it wow don yeah. cannon is uh he's half of that uh dj drama gangster grills yeah. yeah yeah he's half of that generation now generation would he drama. just hit all south music in his sets or what would he do? no he see this is the thing about don that's this is why he's such a legend I like agree. he would hit me he would be like yo what's popping like What's popping? Like he he be like, give me the LA records, and not only would he learn them, he would see the reaction and then come back the next week and drop out when the when the reaction. He happened. would remember. He would remember the lyrics. Yeah, and I was like, this motherfucker is on another level. Like this is this is what I'm trying to do right here. Like, and he and, and when he gave me the signal, like nah, he's ready. I was like, I, was I like, guess I'm ready. I, I was like, yeah, Yo, yeah, <laughs> we here. The first we time here. you ever opened for him, was it like intimidating because he's fucking giant? Oh Dude. yeah, he's like six five, bro. Yeah, he and he's I wasn't like, intimidated. I was like, like <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, nah, let's do this. Like, I had to open for him. Oh was, yeah, he he came with drama. Okay, and I think they had Jack Harlow with them, so mm-hmm. he opened for drama first. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like turned around and I was like literally like at his stomach. <laughs> like, nah, it's just very. And this yeah, thing's yeah, like yo. six six. Yeah, it's like Shaq. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's like six six. He's probably like three hundred plus pounds yeah, 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 yeah. Right? He's big boy. but he's he's the nicest dude man i, oh, yeah, I give all every time i see him i'm like yo you you gotta hit the cannon you know what i'm saying he was, yeah. like, nah. he was like you gotta hit the cannon bro i was like yeah that's that's my guy he without him i don't think i would ever been as good at supper club as, what, what was there a time when they were like all these guest djs coming in and they just didn't get it or they they all oh, kind of yeah. held it down? oh yeah and you know what? Name, it, name the DJ. Yeah, point I'm not going to name it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll bleep him out. I'm not no, going to do that. I'll bleep it out. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I mean, because like, it's 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 that was a hard room. Mm, that was that a hard, hard room. room. Because you know it was so regional, right? It, it was so regional and it was so, it's a Tuesday. It's, 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 a, it's a thousand people and they're just ready to like go and crazy. It's, it's and if you don't deliver, yeah. 
it's like it's a big letdown. Because this this was the time and when people would just get hella nervous that you wouldn't think would get nervous. And like, let me put this nervous? out there: this was not a Hollywood crowd. This was an LA crowd, right? Yeah. This yeah. Is but there was a misconception. There wasn't a transition period. No. Nah. Because some of my boys would get booked there, mm-hmm. and they would On be like, Tuesday? "Yo, I was not expecting." Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some of them got booked. No, I think it was Supper Club. Which which club? There was one club that just kept kind of rotating more guest DJs, and they were trying more guest DJs. I oh. mean, I, I did a lot of Tuesdays, but no, uh, no, 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 Kirk. The one you're speaking about, I think it's Playhouse. No, it's not Playhouse. It's not Playhouse. It's Supper Club, or it's another one. Maybe it wasn't on a Tuesday though. No, no, could have been a Thursday or a Friday. Yeah, 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 Friday. yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it was an industry night. And they would try out different DJs. Oh, no, no. There was a lot of guests, for sure. I mean, I, I would maybe close, like, twice a month, and then they would have someone else, like, Just or Friends in. or, or it, was a, it was a lot of people that came through. Right. The who Kid. It was, like, a, who's who. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody, it seemed like everybody wanted a piece of it. You know what I'm saying? And um, Yeah, because it was the first time I started, because at that time, Live Sundays was the shit. Oh, yeah. So everyone still is, yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. But I, I, but at the time, Live Sundays was the blueprint for sure. And I felt that's L- what we were trying to get. Yeah, to. And exactly. Yeah. And that's when LA was becoming. Oh, this is like the new Live Sundays yeah. out here in like, LA. Like basketball players were like planning their little things around Tuesdays. Like, how can we get there on on yeah. on our road trip on a Tuesday? I was like. I- Y'all gotta play tomorrow. Like, what's going on? Like, yeah, it <laughs> you was, send the Lakers it was like home. That. Be like, yo, the Lakers, please exit the room. La- Lakers had to exit. There was no way y'all could be in there. Lamar, that- get out of here. Yeah, I never forget the first time I saw Supper Club. I was in Vegas on a Tuesday morning, and y'all know Dave Fogg. Yeah, yeah. Dave, I-, I think he might have still been the music director at the Palms at the time, and he was. He hit me. He was like, "Yo, I'm in L.A." I'm getting a table. I'm getting a table at Supper Club. I'm like, well, what's that? He's like, bro, can you come? Like, you might want to check this out. Like, just show up. I promise. <laughs> I literally hopped in my car and drove here to L.A. Wow. Met him. I think I, Dave Fogg is like one of the whitest motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, ever, right? yeah. But he's a hip hop hit. Yeah, yeah, for wow. sure. He was like, bro, you might want to come check this out. He and so when I get there, he was like, yo, I got a table. I'm like. There's no tables. It's like beds. Like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. it was white. And it was just all white, white and you had to crispy. Kind of like, you had to kind of like, like climb up, but uh-huh. it was like a it was like a mattress. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. like uneven yeah. on the thing. I felt that was murder on girls' yeah. heels. That so was, I was murder. Like, what, bro? What is this? He's like, yo, this is our section. We good right here. I'm like, cool. And it was like the night was insane. <laughs> like I think Floyd Mayweather showed up oh, like around yeah. like twelve, twelve thirty. Mm. He had his entourage. Yeah, like. Every LA radio person was there. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know you at the time, but it, yeah. it was insane, bro. Yeah. Like, it was like a movie. Like yeah. the yeah. first time I came to LA, and it was the first time I had come to LA in a while. So the music had changed. Yeah, for sure. Before that, it was almost still like in some EDM LMFAO era. Oh yeah. And I hadn't been to a club in LA in a while, and then I to come see that, I was just like, "Yo, what is going on?" I didn't know any of the songs. Wow. I felt I felt like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. how do I not know any of these <laughs> records? Like, I didn't have Shazam yet. Yeah, yeah, Shazam was, it was crazy. Thing. It was yeah. such a drastic change. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was almost immediate. No, yeah. it was immediate. Yeah. It was overnight because you sure. had this AM Banana Split Sunday. Yep. Uh, LMFAO, yep. like you had this whole scene dominating. Pitbull had taken over. Pitbull, LA radio, LA EDM, everything. It yeah. took over everything. Yeah. G six, yeah. and it was like this EDM yeah. era, and yep. then LA became synonymous with this EDM yep. sound. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this like hood regional hip hop sound yeah. emerged mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it was it was funny because there was all of these hip hop quote unquote hip hop DJs. 
that crossed over and they said, well, EDM's popping, so I'm going to become an EDM DJ. Yeah. And meanwhile, the local hip-hop LA scene emerged, and they just looked like out of date. Yeah. <laughs> and they, not only that, they looked like they abandoned yeah, the, the, their local the culture. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, yeah, for right? for sure. For sure. I mean, a lot of radio DJs then like definitely were flying off to Vegas and doing that thing. and had Yeah, yeah. They had no idea what was going on. And by the time they realized, like, oh, shit, this is popping off, it was, like, too late. I mean, they didn't care. They were all in Vegas making buku bread anyway. Nah. They didn't, I don't think they cared. No, but I, I I think they definitely felt it around 2014, 15, because mm-hmm. uh-huh. there was a definite change. Because yeah. that's when you had, like, One Oak in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You had, like, hip-hop was taking over the yeah. main rooms in Vegas again. Right. But then they were just seen as like, oh, nah, you, you're an EDM DJ. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh. And they were behind on the music. Yeah. Because they were still trying to be like an EDM uh, DJ. Yeah. Wait, hip-hop didn't come back into Vegas till 2014? No, like back in the main rooms? Yeah. Yeah, because you got to understand like- Dude, that, then they were two years late because 2012, hip-hop came back into the main rooms in L.A. Yeah, oh no, sure. but 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 of course it's gonna it's gonna emerge in LA because the sound was coming from LA. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they were like motherfuckers recording in the studio. They yeah. were bringing it fresh into the club. It's, it was right? undeniable. Were you getting a lot of music just direct from the artists and the producers? Or? Yeah, for, for sure. I remember, man. Oh, I have a story about this at Supper Club, man. Okay, so my crazy life was coming out. The YG's debut. Nothing had dropped. Only thing that dropped was. Um, Left, right. Mm-hmm. So I get Who Do You Love from, I, I can say it now, it was Casanova, my homie. Um, he was in the studio with Mustard at the time. And he was like, yo, I got this record. This is the first record Drake has ever done on a Mustard beat. Mm. Right. First verse ever, right? And he was like, you got to play that Supper Club. Like, immediately. And I was like, all right, is it is it cool with, with, with YG and everyone? He was like... I don't know, but I, I just know you need to be the first one to play make a it. moment here. Yeah, yeah, I just know you need to be the first one to play it. So, that next Tuesday, YG is there. Push push a ride, tie down, everybody's there, right? So, I'm like, we gonna do it. Fuck it. Boom. Here's who do you love. And the way they ran... <laughs> To the, to, booth, the booth. to the booth. I was like, uh-oh. What is about to happen? <laughs> Why to was running that? towards me? <laughs> you saw them pushing their way to I the booth. I saw them. I saw the whole club move towards the DJ booth. Was that? Doon, doon, doon. Yeah. No, Did you start dropping from doon, the one? Doon, doon. No, no, I dropped it from the one. Oh, my God. The way And it was like it. mustard on the beat. Bitch, who do you love? And, oh. and, I, and then Drake Spark came on, and they, it was like a V-line to the roof. Like, how the fuck you get this record? Da, da, da. They were banging on me hard. I thought I was going to die that night. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> were they manhandling you? Like, they were definitely manhandling. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what saved me. Okay, first of all, Supreme Team, God bless them, sincere. They all like were like, yo, we're just trying to show love. So you saw them coming up, and you just kept the record playing? Yeah, the record was still playing. You're like, I'm going to get to this Drake Yo, verse. We're going to get it. But you weren't seeing like, oh, shit, these motherfuckers are not happy about me playing this. Yes, record. I saw it. But I was like, but the, I'm telling but you. You're, what, like, I, you're committed. What saved, what saved me is they saw the reaction. YG came up there and I was like, look. And he's like, and he looks at his manager, push a ride. He's like, fuck it, just let it play. 
Mm. And Mustard's like, yeah, just let that shit play. Run it back, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but Mustard being a DJ, he knows something he that knew. they don't know. Right. Mustard knew. He he saw the reaction. He was like, yeah, this is this is everything I wanted. Mustard probably put this shit in play. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, go but, give this to But Cas, Cas, Casanova, bless his heart, he was like, don't say it's for me. <laughs> so, and and for a long time, I did not say who who it was from. Obviously, but, but see, like yeah. those are like those dope tunnel moments. moments. Yeah, man. You know, you need those tunnel moments to like yeah, help man. push a movement. Be like the first time I heard this record. Yeah, bad. I'm sure you know? it's a lot of people there that night. That so you remember were, that so moment. after that were they keeping like the the floodgates open to like there was they oh yeah keeping he was communication open oh yeah for, for you to sure. break more records. I mean, I think after that. Um, Coco. Coco. Coco's the one. I so, was there. Co- I was going to say, I was there. So, Coco, he, yo, Genesis, I love you, Genesis. OT, shout out to OT. He performed that record 13 weeks in a row. I yes. count it. Bro. I think Lie. I saw it. Yeah. I don't know if I was there the first night you played it, but I was there, and I hadn't heard it yet. Sincere was on the mic. And y'all must have ran that thing back like 15 times, bro. No. Yeah, I yeah. heard it like four and times. I was like, row. I didn't realize... OT was from LA. Yeah. Because it has such a down south, south feel. I was yeah. like, what is this down south? We were so thing? we were yeah. so confused when that record came out <laughs> because they were like, OT Genesis is Buster Rhymes cousin. He's from New so, York. So New York was claiming him. Yeah. They were like, nah, it's a New York record. And they were like, but it's like such a Miami record. Yeah, you, yeah. when he told me, he thought it was Miami. Record. It's almost like, yeah. like it has like yeah. that that Rick Ross hustling yes, feel. It definitely and then does. I th- and then I think we started seeing video of him crip walking or right. <laughs> yeah. And oh, then no, I was like, no, killing. he's from swear, Long Beach, and bro. I swear, and I swear to God, we were like, oh shit, like he's he he's from New York, but he know how to crip walk. <laughs> <laughs> he's a hybrid. <laughs> I'm not. We were all so confused, and then no later way. it came out that he was. Uh, he's young. from Long Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, how was that night though when he? uh, The first night, it was just okay. It was the third, fourth, fifth, and nights after that that it just went, it exploded. Yeah. And the fact that he came, he was, he he made a schedule around Tuesday. Like, whatever I'm doing, whatever the record is doing, I'm coming back Tuesday to do it again. Every time. And it was a literal moment. He definitely got that from Busta Rhymes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Busta Rhymes harasses DJs in New York. (laughs) But and the he, thing you know, is, he wasn't harassing us because at the time, it. I mean, maybe the first time and the yeah. second time, but after the I'm third. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Buster told him, just keep going back there and keep, <laughs> oh, keep performing to the it and, yeah, do yeah. It and do it and do because it and do it. Because by the third time, we were like, we were expecting it. We were like, let's do it. Because mm-hmm. like, it was such. He became uh, part of the coworkers. Yeah, it, hey, what's up, OT? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just like, it was like that. Wait, it so was the, like, first, the first time was, uh. Yeah, the first time we're like, I don't know, this is going to go. And then the second time was. We were like, okay. <laughs> the okay. Third, by the third time, we were like, oh, it's on. All right, it's on. This is, this is about to be everywhere. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Because like people don't know about Supper Club. Yeah, it was an LA crowd, but by that time, people were like planning their LA vacations around. Yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday was the spot. Yeah. So I mean, we had people from everywhere, and that record. I think that's why that record exploded like that because everybody ended up taking it to their city. It was like, yo. This record in LA is going crazy. So then, at that at that point, you probably had a bunch of motherfuckers trying to come in, just and, giving you and give you records and all oh, of this yeah. shit, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, but I, that booth was like pretty well protected. I mean, nobody was gonna get. Well, it's who a wasn't long, supposed to be. Even if you're on the booth, it's just about it's like, it's, it's some security. It's, it's like women. It's like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was pretty. So even if 
and that, and that wasn't in the era of airdrop and all mm-hmm. that stuff, right? So if I didn't have the record already, I wasn't gonna play it. You know what I'm saying? So they, you know, people would have to hit me way beforehand and try and email me to to play the record. It wasn't. I wasn't. DJs weren't as easily accessible as they are now. I think. Really? Yeah. It was hard to get to them. That booth was kind of crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So you you guys just continued to just break records and break records? Yeah. Mostly L.A. records. Paranoid. I remember yeah, hearing Paranoid. Paranoid. Burn Rubber was yeah, big. Burn Rubber. Uh, I beat the pussy up. I had that one. The up. First yep. That was a big one. Um, yeah. Yeah, you guys were on fire. On yeah. fire, bro. That was an era. You guys were on fire. Yeah, that was an era. And I remember when Jeremiah hosted it and Don't Tell Him was out. I mean that was that was massive. All girls, bro. That was massive. Crazy. Massive, and the the Tiger Party was massive. I mean, everybody you think of besides Jay and Beyonce were there. I I don't I can't recall n- nobody else not being there. Yeah, Drake down on the regular, Rihanna on the regular, Chris, Chris Brown was on there. And that's when Chris Brown and Tiger were doing that that uh, front the joint album. Yeah, the yeah. joint album. Yeah. yeah, they were in there heavy as fuck. Heavy. And that all of that started creeping over to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, because like around when when did when Oak open? Shit, it changed from from Jet twenty, oh, well, maybe oh eight or nine. No, it was later. Then I want right. to say yeah, you're 12. right. It was later, it's probably like eleven twelve. I think Jet became one Oak around twelve. Yeah, and thirteen. But and that's when they said they were playing hip hop. Well, no, the, the thing is, is that One Oak is like a New York brand. For sure. New, One Oak is a New York club, For right? For sure. Because when did, when did the One Oak LA open? After Supper Club, so that was like... I want to say... 16? 16. No, yeah. that's way before that. Bro. No, 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 no. One Oak Because One Oak started work. a Tuesday after Supper Club, and Supper Club closed in like 16. All right, well, the, well, the Vegas one definitely opened up before the LA. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they were pushing New York DJs there. But at yeah. some point, they switched it all up, and they were like they were doing heavier like EDM and not open for. I mean, sorry, they switched it up and they were doing more hip hop. They weren't doing like open format EDM anymore. Oh, and then they were doing live performances. Like I remember, I was DJing there, and there was like YG. Yeah, and okay. then you know, okay. yeah, yeah, and then like oh yeah, it really I cut through. Yeah, yeah, and it was like in yeah, and then like Kehlani would come and hang out. You know what I'm saying? She'd be in town. She would come and hang out. But they, yeah, they Tiger was performing there. Yep, Tiger. Yeah, it was like it was that whole era, like okay. where yeah, yeah they where, was getting they was getting busy. That that was like Dre's before Dre's, right? Because Dre's, yeah, I would say that. No, no, it no, was no. Almost, it was around the same time yeah. because actually One Oak was following the Dre's formula. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Because Dre's was the first oh, club. Shout in out Vegas. <laughs> Shout out friends. Yeah. But yeah, Dre's was the first club to start. Booking like hip hop acts and, yeah. and and go full full forward with like hip hop yeah because I, the, I thought that was shocking because the strip was anti hip hop for sure and it was because of the Rick Ross thing at Hayes right yeah like, it was a, when a, a car chase that led to the strip that ended up being like a, a car blowing up and uh, the person or a couple people died right wow. yeah it was it was wow. the same it was bro. crazy it was, yeah it was wow. like some movie shit wow yeah that is some movie. yeah, yeah. after that there were like no hip-hop in main room wow like, not like don't even fuck around it yeah the sad. only reason why i say one oak was before supper club supper club closed because i remember when suge and i got shot in front of one oak and that was like 2014 with chris brown no 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 that was way after no, nah, it was way before. Cause uh, why, don't went to, Google, why don't you Google it? Yeah, because Suge went to jail in 15. I remember that. Mm. And if Suge got shot, 
I'll tell that, you. That was definitely in One Oak. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, so I think it was. But they didn't have a Tuesday. No, no, they didn't have a Tuesday, but they opened before um, before Supper Club even closed. Those six pops were gunshots. It was at One Oak. Uh, Suge was shot. It was early morning hours. 14, of, wow. August 24, yeah. 2014. Wow. I definitely, yeah, wow. It was around. So, yeah, it was around. Jimmy's right. I I don't know if it was hip-hop outside of those type of uh, events, like when it was like VMAs and shit. Mm. So maybe that's why, because they still probably had like those EDM nights and shit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Were you at uh, were you at One Oak in LA? Yeah, I was on I was on after Supper Club they did Tuesdays. May did Tuesdays at One Oak. <clears throat> I did a I did a bunch of those with Mike Danger for sure. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So you were just like you were steadily working throughout the the 2010s, right? Yeah, for sure. And then at what point I I don't want to say like the LA run started dying down a little bit. Uh-huh. At what year was it kind of like dying down a little bit where the la records just weren't like mustard i think the mustard sound just got oversaturated, oversaturated. definitely a little bit i right? would i would say 16 yeah around 15, 16 15 16 i think it was still a thing when one oak was doing tuesdays for sure so i definitely remember yg and all them hosting um but yeah like once yg kind of split from mustard that's when it kind of like oh i remember that yeah 16 yeah 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 and he started, and the second album wasn't as crazy, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. people don't understand, YG is kind of the leader of what that era you're talking about because he brought in Mustard, you know, or Mustard brought in him. And when they kind of split, it kind of split the whole scene. Kind of. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I, re- I forgot about that time. Yeah. Or oh, wasn't that like kind of... It wasn't beef. It's just, you just knew that the energy wasn't the same between them. Yeah. And... And then the second album came out, and it was just like, eh, what it's was not, that, what it's was not that, my crazy. What was on that second album? I think that's why you always hating. Is that yeah? Why you always hating? Oh, but that's when Mustard went to Vegas. So okay. that's when Mustard ended up at Marquee a lot, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. when he just he was like, "Fuck you!" And like, you don't want to work? Let's let me go get this money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But I remember that time when Mustard just started doing Vegas a lot after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he had a residency at Light. That was his first residency, I believe, right? Oh, then it was light or marquee, whatever. He was doing it was light and daylight, and then he ended up. Uh, yeah, but nothing, nothing don't match that energy they had in, uh, from my crazy nah. life. I it, mean, damn. It was like right, and then by that time, New York kind of had a wave with Cardi B. Oh yeah, and then that was start, a big one, right? Yeah, and then you started having, you started having like Plain Jane, Ferg was kind of killing shit yeah. for a little bit. Thug um, with lifestyle and all right. that stuff, and the South just started emerging. And yeah, shit. That's yeah, Thug right? Girl. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a it's amazing. Like, people think that L.A. like doesn't mess with all regions, but that's far from the truth. Like, we mess with anything that's hot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's really not a regional city like you think it is. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we ha- everybody has their records. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Every city state has. You their guys records. are really well, regional have- right now, though. Right now? Yeah. You, I mean, you like Blue Bus, oh Blue Clan, Bus, yeah, yeah, all that, and then like yeah. Shoreline Mafia, yeah. Like you guys but became I, real. Like I remember, I went to Playhouse right before it closed. Okay, and I think Dre Sinatra was DJing. Okay, and I was with I was with some peoples, and I was like, yo, I don't know, seventy five percent of the music <laughs> he's playing right now It's it's definitely more regional now. But in yeah. that era, like it was like we was we was messing with everybody for sure, like. I think it's still that way. Of course, we have our records, Blue Bucks, OGZ, you know. Yeah. But all that even, stuff. even a lot of that Phoenix stuff. Phoenix Flexing. I don't want to say it's a, 
a sound, but when we had Dre on, we were talking about how during the pandemic, a lot of Detroit cats was coming to oh, LA. Oh man, so like, there's a infiltration of that sound hitting LA for sure. And their, their music is starting to reflect that. Shout out Detroit, man, because 42 Doug, like Babyface Ray, all those mm-hmm. dudes. I swear, Vezo. I swear, Vezo. They are running Sada the clubs Baby. right now. Sada Baby running the clubs. You mm-hmm. see, I thought 42 Doug was from LA. Rod, really? Because he had that record with Roddy. Yeah, because he was just really <laughs> popping over here for a long, for a while. Yeah, I was like, Yo, he's Ford's still popping. Yeah, but the early ones was it dog food or whatever it was dog, called. Yeah, dog food still go crazy. Yeah, that I was like, this is this motherfucker from L.A. Like, what the fuck? But then I mean, the tempo says he's from L.A., mm-hmm. but the sound. I mean, I think the first record from Detroit. I think y'all know T Grizzly. That record yeah. really D- started something. D Miles' favorite record, bro. That's D Miles' favorite record. No, they got <laughs> <a> shit. <laughs> yeah. But that record just turned everything. But that sounded like dreams and nightmares. Yeah, but his flow. But the tempo, yeah, is definitely L A. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like you're saying, it sounds like dreams and nightmares because there's an acapella at first and then it drops yeah. into a beat. That's that's the only the formula. That's the only thing that's the alike. Yeah, everything else. But that that like. That split little off flow, mm-hmm. I hear that in a lot of LA records now. Like when I listen For to Blue sure. Bucks, yeah, I hear it a lot. And, a lot. Know, no disrespect to them, but like that, that, that kind of a flow I hear, and I'm yeah. like, who was the first person I heard with that flow? It was T. T. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? Shout out T. Really. Yeah, we had this conversation where you were saying that you know, like Detroit was affecting the flow of LA rappers. Yeah, heavily, it is. Heavily, it is. I hate. I mean, I hated that T Grizzly first day out record. I yeah, bro. you hated it. I hated it. Did you think it was just because of a carbon copy of Dreams and Nightmares? Like, yeah. you know what I hated was that once the drums started hitting, it just didn't go nowhere. And it was. And then I, when I was DJing, I was like, "How the fuck do I get out?" Like, there was no real way to oh, get out of it. There's one spot for one me. One spot. Yeah. There's one spot. <laughs> you, but you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I absolutely know what you're because talking about. Because you see the room, the energy go down. The energy yeah. is just kind of like, all right, now Damn. it just all sound the same. Yeah. After a while. Is it yes? I'll slap a pussy nigga if he act hard. Get out. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but that, that part, your escape, bro. that part comes so quick that you better yeah. have that song loaded up, yeah, or else, or else yeah. it's. it's <laughs> It's crickets for you after that. <laughs> crickets. Yo, he hit that shit like a game show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought I was finished? Yeah. I, it's, if you don't hit it right there, yeah. you're going to have to wait for the whole record to play out. Because there's not a hook. <laughs> right. Good luck. That was a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. That was a problem. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like that record. <laughs> I didn't like that record. For that, because it had no hook? Well, it was like, you know... I, I do a lot of open format rooms. Right, uh, yeah, for sure. So, like, I'm at a crossroads with that record, mm-hmm. you know, where, like... Yeah, why would you even play that record? I would... You know, now? I mean, back then. Back then when it oh, came okay. out. I hated okay. it then, too. Yeah, I didn't oh, like wow. it that then. I mean, I think we had, like, a best of that, whatever that... Yeah, year it was, was 2017. The best was of 2017. 2017 yeah. And this motherfucker said T. Grizzly's the best. That was his favorite. It was song. in my top one, three. Yeah, it was in your top yeah, three records yeah. of the year. And that was my. That was a big record, man. That was my top record for like most overrated yeah. song. <laughs> the sleeper at like, the time. Stop playing this shit. Yeah, yeah. Hey. I, I remember recently, like in the past year or two, I was like, let me play this shit again. Let me give it a try. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't like this shit. I don't know. <laughs> this shit is a problem. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a problem. Even now, it's like, yeah, play first day out. I'm like, ah. I know. I really want to do this again. Like, people it's like dreams and nightmares too. Oh wow! Yeah, man. Dreams and nightmares is 
Like I had one gig, I had one gig. Man, you were great. Except you didn't play Dreams and Nightmares. Everybody plays Dreams and Nightmares. I'm like, oh, this dude doesn't get it. <laughs> the, the new Dreams and Nightmares is the Keisha Cole love right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, you can't even drop that at R and B sets no more. It's like no point. It's just like the obvious. It's so yeah. obvious. It's so obvious. It's like, can we talk? Yeah. It's like, do I really get want to do this right now? Did I know s- it's gonna hit, but damn. But it's also I kinda, don't want to be that DJ. Yeah, it's kind of like, do I want to be the this DJ that's doing what everybody yes. is doing? Like, it's just like the most played out thing to do. But that's what makes STEM so cool. Like, you can you can do it, and then but you can flip it. Like that's that's dope. Mm. Now that's dope. Like I can do love and make it an acapella and then put something else under it, like a trap beat or something. Like that's that's crazy. Same right, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, so that's why I like stems. Like people don't like stem or like oh, I'm not doing that stem shit. Like, what, bro? Like you can you can now play some records that you wouldn't even think about playing anymore because like I don't want to be that DJ, but you can flip them and make them something totally your own. So wait, when did you start fucking with Serato stems? Like. Oh, as soon as the beta hit, mm. I was I was fucking. With, of course, I didn't play it out because that would be stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> Probably took a chance. Like, fuck it. <laughs> but um, but yeah, as soon as it was it was out, I was like, oh man, I can do acapellas out. I can scratch out. I can like, what? Like, yeah, this yeah, is crazy. Yeah. Like, you can make instrumentals. Yeah, all, off the off the rip. You're like, you're the re- so like. My 2015 MacBook is is just running so nice. Ooh. It's no no. My 2015 <laughs> is running so nice. Like I could go anywhere and it'll work on a Nexus One, mm. right? It'll work on a 900 Nexus One. There's some spots that are still using like a SL box. That's ridiculous. Wait wait, and I, it works on a SL box. It works on a S11, a S9. It works on everything. So right you now. think you in the sweet spot? Right? I'm yes. in. A, wait wait. <laughs> I'm in a real good spot where like. You know, I, I'm like, what setup do you have? I'm good. Like, I'm not scared at all. Right. But your your face right now with, with and then I feel like you have a leg up on me <laughs> because pause, pause. because <laughs> yeah, pause major pause. Man, you have a leg up on me, <laughs> son. Nah, I don't even want to look at his face. Yeah, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna talk to the camera. Right now. I feel like he has a leg up on me. Pause. Because <laughs> Your son, that he's was fucking one. with Serato stems, right? Yeah. Because he got the M1. I'm, I'm assuming you got the M1. No, right? I have a two, 2019. 2019. Yeah. But you got the 16, the yeah. 16 inch. It's 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 the heavy God. duty. It's, it's, yo, 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 yo. Heavy duty. I'm not looking at him no more. Yeah. He got the 16 inch yeah, heavy, heavy duty. Oh, yeah, but that's yeah. the Lego. It's, it's a pro machine. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like for editing. Like, yeah, that's doing like animation CGI. You could do okay, that. Yeah. baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but you know, I want to get like I want to get the M1. I mean, the M2 just dropped. Yep. M2 MacBook. Yeah, I'm thinking I about get getting on it, too. it because I don't want you to have. A leg up, so on, it's it's just me it's just arrogance the, for you. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I don't want to be left behind. <laughs> yeah, that you know is the thing. Saying? Yeah, I, I I didn't I never understood like even with DJ Pro like when that came out and mm-hmm. people were like, oh no, nah, I got to do with Serato DJ Pro. Yeah, yeah, when Serato DJ Pro, I was like, bro, like you you do know like these mixers that are coming out now are not messing with Scratch Live, right? You do know that. Yeah, like every mixer that you use going forward or that you buy. Is not going to be compatible with that. So why would you stay? You're going to be the dinosaur, bro. 
I was, I, was, I, was I was fighting it. I was, I was always it. on the next shit. Like, give me the next shit. The only reason why we were fighting it is because in Vegas, they were still stuck on Serato boxes. Yeah. So everywhere you went, they had SL boxes. So they they didn't have the 900 already? No. I mean, they were doing 900s next with Serato one. boxes. Oh, so no, yeah. no one was really plugging in into Vegas? in Vegas. Yeah, people weren't really way too much money. No, but it's not. just Vegas is just These very like creature of habit. What works works. Wow. The nine hundred has just been a standard, literally. Yeah, for but the last there's there's newer nine hundreds. Yeah, but at the time the they, were, they weren't. You know, people weren't using Club Kit in Vegas. It was all oh, Serato box. Man. But I also think it had to do with EDM. Just like True. they had they had open format. Yeah, so they don't they don't use Serato, so they don't care. They don't care. They don't yeah. care. Yeah. So, so I think that was, was the great. major thing, and it was just like, oh, you know, hip hop. Like, yeah, nine hundred's perfect because we could do EDM, we could do whatever we want. Yeah, if one channel dies, you we got have three other ones. We got three other ones. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> but for, with Serato stems, the one thing I don't want is I want practice time. So in the six months that you fucking around in the club mm-hmm. and you're stacking up maybe eight to twelve Serato stem mixes, mm-hmm. and you're like, yo, these are working nicely. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, well, like, you know, by the summertime, I'm like, I finally got, you know, my Serato stems <laughs> and this motherfucker got 12 mixes ahead of me that are working lovely in the club. You know, that's but what I don't want. To to me, if you're killing it, you, you're killing it. Yeah. But as long as you know that you need to upgrade, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you're still crooked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like. I'm, I'm not gonna get a leg up on you. No, Nobody's no, gonna no. get a leg up on you. <laughs> no, no, no. But no, I'm Pause. telling you. I'm telling you. No, no, no. Cut that shit out. Because no, no, right? wait, I'm I'm me, I, my thing is this. I I want to be. I want it to be second nature. Mm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so good. when I'm DJing, yeah. I don't want it to be like, oh, maybe I do the stems now, or like, let me try this. Yeah. I want it to be like boom, boom, stems. Yeah. So by six months in, I already can know a song. I'll be like, oh, I'm. Just, I'm gonna let the bass run on that. Yeah. And put it over this acapella, switch it over, and I'll and I'll drop it on the one. I know the crowd's gonna sing it. Yeah. And by that time, I drop it on. I the wish one I, I wish else. I my brain worked like that, but I'm just like, uh-huh. let's do it. Mm. I'm just like, fuck it, let's yeah. go. You know what I'm saying? Let me see how they react. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to know. Then I to, to being prepared is great. Like, I, of course. No, no, I don't prepare. I want it. So, like, when I mix, this is the, I'm doing this live in my head. Yeah. So like I want it to be second nature where I'm already I already know. Okay, so maybe our brains do work. A yeah, lot. yeah, we're we're the same. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not at home practicing like, hmm, what am I gonna do? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, do that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm like, <laughs> I do all of my shit live. Okay, all right. That's yeah, dope. so yeah. like, and when it's happening, I want to know exactly what are the capabilities of the Serato stems. Right. Okay. You you, you feel me? Yeah, I feel you. So I I'm like, you. oh well, like you know, like I know. This baseline will be nice. It'll mm-hmm. sound nice. Yeah. On this and yeah, I want to be six months in. So like, but you know. honestly, the, the, the other than like the the voice drop and the and the instrumental. Yeah. I don't know if the uh, the melody and the bass that's hit or miss. See, like you I, know what I'm saying. I think that's gonna be essential f- to me for you to know or that no no like when motherfuckers are sing along to something. I think that's gonna sound lovely. Oh, just just the baseline. Just the baseline. I always say j- just the drums. Like, nah. See, like I, I feel like get the baseline. The melody is like kind of behind everyone singing. Yeah. So it's it's sounding like pause. It sounds thicker in the club, yeah. right? <laughs> and then I could run a drum underneath it or yeah. do whatever I need yeah. to do underneath it. And then, but that means you really got to know that song because not all bass lines work the same. But that's why I want to know the capabilities of the Serato stem. Well, I'm gonna tell you to yeah. tell you now. It's 
it's minimal on that yeah, front. Yeah, yeah. On, on that. that front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't just drop bass lines in the in the in the club like But that. I've heard I've heard a couple of them because I've heard it out a little bit. Okay. And when motherfuckers are singing it, you know, I'm from New York, so we'll cut the whole beat out. For sure. But when you hear that kind of bass line and people are singing, just it's, the hum. It's nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I might try it. You know, in my open format rooms, you know, when motherfuckers are singing a <laughs> Katie Miley Perry. Cyrus song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like Katie Perry. when they when they running that uh you know fireworks, <laughs> maybe you're a firework and I got that baseline running. Yeah. You know when you when you put the filter all filter the way down on, to the yeah, base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh, it sounds nice. That's probably what it sounds like. It sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. But see, I like that. I feel like that's an another that's another stage of like uh crowd work. Yeah. That it's it's like I, I want to fuck with that a little bit more. But yeah. I feel. You know what I'm saying, though. Like, I know what with you're the saying. story I stand. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to get, get ahead. I don't want y'all motherfuckers to get ahead. You don't want nobody <laughs> to get ahead. I feel you. That's why I'm considering, even though, even though I have a 2019, I'm like, it's still Intel. I don't know, man. It still be heating up. Like, yeah, yeah. Time, yeah. So like, yeah especially gotta, if you're doing pool gigs. Yeah, exactly. Gigs, yeah. Exactly. I just got an M1, and I'm like, you're loving it, right? Shit, boy. It changed your life? <laughs> Hell yeah. Man, I'm, th- I'm thinking I'm wrong. I was in a 2017 MacBook Air, and I went to the I don't MacBook even, Pro. I don't, even, I don't even think you can get M1 now. It's I, all M2. Yeah. I thought maybe it was the last of the Mohicans, but yeah. I got the M1, and I was like, yeah. let's do it, baby. Um, that M2 was no joke. One terabyte? No joke. Oof. Yeah. Boy. That M2 One was no terabyte. joke. I like. I want to get that like now. Like, stop. I, I, I was on the app yesterday. I was like, damn, should I make the leap? Yeah. You might have saying? to. I want to do it. I might have to. Yeah. yeah. I heard that I heard that whole sticks versus... Uh, oh, you were listening to the Serato episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, listening, I was like, man... I don't even know if I have you ever thought about doing sticks. No, man, I can't. I can't, dude. I'm just. I, I feel like it limits my creativity. Have so you ever much. seen anyone kill it on sticks? No, that's just not for hip hop. No, it's fun as shit. It's really fun. Really easy too. You think it's hard, but it's not that difficult. But how 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 long was your set? Four hours. Oh, you did it on sticks? Yeah, I did, uh, I did a pull four hours, but it was the crate that I put together when I used my laptop. So I was like, it was easy for me. It was second nature. Ah, but it's 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 easier than people think. Like you still have the waveforms on the CDJs. No, I tried it. and I was just like, I can't. No, nah. it's so easy. I I hear the. I didn't I think mean, like it's easy enough for like you to just drop and just like that's it. But it's like, man, I feel like it limits me. I love the simplicity of the setup. Oh yeah, where like yeah. I could I could go to a. That's why I was even thinking about. It. I yeah. was like, let me buy some sixty four gig sticks. Yeah, you know, or yeah. one. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be like, damn, this is this is. You that was if I could pull up. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm saying I can. Do I love one. I love the freedom of like, uh, let me go to the club, bring my headphones and some flash drives, kill it, and then maybe I'll be like. If I lose my flash drives of the of the headphones, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and let's say I have a wild night, I get fucked up, and you know, like, you know, life takes me somewhere crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I could live crazy like that because all I had to lose was some flash drives and headphones. True. Right? But when you got your MacBook, it, like everything changes. Everything changes. Yeah. But it just it just gives me like it gives me so much security. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like to have that. And maybe that's, you know, that's the thing you need to get rid of. You know, you, you know I think what I'm for, like, for me, like when um, when the, when the CDJ 3000s have the capability um, to to use BeatSource and you can stream. Right. Because my fear is. Right. My fear is I'm going to have stakes and someone's like, yo, you had this new blah, blah, yes. blah. And I'm like, fuck, but I have no way to download. That's it. the only thing. But when you do. That would cool. be dope. 
That would be yeah. dope. We need that feature. And that's coming. Yeah, I'm so, sure it's coming. Supposedly yeah, it's coming, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that 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 is going to be in the back of my head if I'm on sticks. For right. sure. Uh, spur the moment, I can't download But then on your rider, you have to be like uh, Wi-Fi enabled or something. Yeah. Like. <laughs> well, Wi-Fi is everywhere at this point. Yeah, yeah Wi-Fi. It is, it is, it is. But I hate just having to um, go somewhere and be like, hey, what's the password? They're like, what do you need a password for? Like, <laughs> I, I've yet, I've, you know what I'm saying? I've yet to hear a motherfucker like really kill it with sticks on with hip hop. There's one person I, I heard either. that's nasty, and everyone's like, "Yo, he, he's on sticks and he kills it." Mm-hmm. It's Spencer Tracy, yeah, in Miami, and I heard Chaos on hip hop with hip hop. He did pretty well. Yeah, Chaos is Chaos is nasty, too. disgusting. But Spencer Tracy, he's like, you know, he has yeah. those ill ass Dirty South sets, and with hip hop, he's nasty. But I, that's what I was hearing is like, I haven't heard it yet, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I haven't either. I have I have not. I haven't seen it. I'm waiting for it. I haven't seen someone kill it on sticks and just run through records, take beats out, drop it on the one, nah, and then no quickly, quickly do that scroll shit. I feel, you know? I feel like it's impossible, bro. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's impossible to do No, that. with them 3000s, it's so easy. The CDJ's 3000s. <laughs> <laughs> See, bad is like, yeah. nah, me. Yeah, you did a pool, though. Like, pool's a little more chill. You yeah, have, like, you yeah. ain't got to be slamming. Doo, 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 doo. No, no. What's up? You no. know what I mean? It's a, you can let, like, two verses run. You can fucking let three verses run <laughs> yep. in the pool. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. God damn, three verses. Yeah, you could do that. For sure. At a pool? At a pool? But if you're at a club, high-energy club with nah, bottle no. service. No way. I, I, I wouldn't do it's it. It's difficult. Yeah. yeah. Shit, man. I mean, but people used to do it with vinyl, I guess, but damn. Not in Vegas. Not in Vegas. Was there a time where... Nah. What? When Serato first started, when we were using vinyl, were they using it at the pools? I don't remember. I don't think I was we really... We tried. And it was they a They were probably fable, using right? CDs. She was just warping out, huh? Warping we out. tried, yeah. And then not only that, it was the wind. Because the wind was the hitting needle, the needles yeah. and it was the, uh, the needles were floating. Mm-hmm. And then I think the first year, like in the middle of the first year, they're like, vinyl's not working. And then we had to get accustomed to CDJs. CDJs, yeah. Yeah, wow. at that time. Wow. Yeah. Cause the wind was bad. I could imagine. Was Pioneer yeah. even like doing CDJs like that? Right now? Oh yeah, yeah. See, Pioneer, the first CDJ that I saw was in two thousand three or oh okay. three or was that four. the gray one with the black? Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. It was like the seven fifty or eight hundred, something like that. Or was it, was it even, some shit like yeah. that? Yeah, I even think it was four hundred. Yeah, I think you might be right. Yeah, man, that was like early on yeah. two thousand two. What, like, could you even scratch? With, I don't think you even scratch with that thing. Yeah, you could. Yeah, oh, you could. Yeah, wow. Wow. Because it was at that time that Techniques had that horrible, the silver joint. I you, had that joint. You did? You bought that? I had that you reg- Did you regret it? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was getting busy on that one. Really? Bro. I ain't going to lie. I was, that was, I was uh, happy because like I, right? I could get all the music I had stole from college on some decks. Right? That was 2003 around, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because yeah. I remember I was DJing at Canaan that had that shit, and I'm like, yo, this is horrible. <laughs> that shit was like horrible. I, I was just happy I could that. get stolen music on my deck. <laughs> <laughs> the LimeWire days? For sure. Yeah, yeah. What? Yo, is it, did you ever travel a lot or you always stayed kind of in LA? Yeah, no, I traveled. Like, um, I was doing Arizona. I'm still doing Arizona. Frisco, like we just Dallas. Had, we just had Boulay Kev. I think he said you did his spot 11-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 11-11. Like, yeah, that that was a dope. That, he's got a dope spot going. Yeah? So that, yeah. I just told him he said you killed it. Too. He's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be good. He's got another stream of revenue coming yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, I was in Texas, Minneapolis. I never got to New York. I got to Miami. I never got to Atlanta. You never did New York? No, nah, I never did. Really? I did New York with Nas. 
With Nas. Yeah, with Nas. I you still wait, gotta wait. share that story. You oh yeah, share the Hennessy story. Okay, so, <laughs> well, I I co-own an artist management firm that manages Nas. So, Green Lantern was like. Wait, you co-own a management firm? Artist management firm. Imagine. Shout out, Imagine. Oh really? Yeah. How did that start? Um, that started my friend Anthony. He was a talent agent in New York, and he was repping Nas. And Nas fired his manager, who was I think it was Blue Blue Williams, who managed Outkast. And um, he was like, "Yeah, I want I want I want you to manage me." And Anthony was like, "Okay." So he flew back to New York. It was like, "Hey y'all, we gotta uh, we gotta start an artist management firm right now," like by Monday because I have to go back and like make it official with Nas and we're like Nas like for real Nas? Queensbridge great <laughs> like that Nas and so that's what that? happened that bread? was literally at my mom's house and we got the money for the LLC and we started imagining really yeah and now uh we have like he's Anthony's managing Kendrick Lamar and Baby Keem he managed Future when he was on that run and he's managed Nas for that whole time. Wait, oh, David shit. Free's not managing Kendrick? Nah, no, no more. Oh, shit. Anthony, yeah. That's kind oh, of madness. Holy shit. Yeah. So you have this whole management company that- uh, Tucked away. Tucked away. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, shout out. To, they they killing it. I'm just DJing now. They they killing it. Yeah, they're killing it. That's that's crazy. So, yeah, that's how I uh, got with Nas and- um, you did Green like- Lantern was doing EDM stuff at the time. This was like 2014. Yeah, in in the middle of my suburb club run for sure. So you've been doing you've been you had this company for a minute then. Yeah, since like 08. Shit. Yeah. Oh 07. shit. Yeah. Did your management company have anything to do with like Nas's like recent investments? Yep. Really? That's Anthony. Yeah. Get the so fuck out. It, that yeah. changed his life. Changed his whole life. I All think right. he was. Are you I involved want- in it? Involved in in the hit, his financial decisions? Yeah. No, no, no. I was about to say, boy. No. Just, but luckily, I know them, and I've been involved in you know, invested. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so that's that's a good thing. But um, um, yeah, that's my boy Anthony. He's a he's like a venture capitalist now. Like I don't even know why he manages artists anymore. Yeah, because there <laughs> there was a time maybe maybe before he joined your management company. Yeah. He was he was down bad. He had, yeah, he was down bad. He was down bad. Where like I remember there were promoters telling me like he needs to get paid cash because yeah. if we do a direct deposit, the IRS is gonna take everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he was asking for cash. He was he wasn't even doing that many shows mm-hmm. because he didn't want to do a show and then have the IRS just take all the money. Yeah. So he was only doing cash shit. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, so it was there was this rumor of like oh. Nas is doing real bad. Mm-hmm. He's struggling, and then all of a sudden, he just started killing it. And it's like, oh, he got a, what like a fried chicken spot. Sweet he had chick. chicken waffles. Yeah, sweet chick, yeah, man. And then he started doing chick. real good. That he had other investments. Yeah. Then he had like a beverage or something. I don't know what he. Had. I was like, was he involved in Bevel? Yes. Yeah, he's Dude, an investor Bevel in Bevel. Was huge. Bro. Yeah, Bevel. Yeah, shout out Bevel. Bevel was uh, the the razor. The oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Clippers. Clippers yeah, yeah. 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 I remember I started seeing advertisements. I'm like, yo, this bevel is popping. Pop what it. is this? Yeah, so that makes sense. Wow. And then that's that's when Hennessy got involved, and like he killed he killed it with Hennessy. Like killed. And I don't know if it's true, but did he have anything to do with um with Ring? Uh, or I'm not sure. Something similar to a company, something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, he invested yeah. in a lot. I know he invested in Uber before he got super popping. Okay. 
And um, fuck, yeah. So, so wait, through this company, this management company, right? Yeah. Obviously, this management company is getting a commission or percentages of you know for sure of Nas's shit. Yeah. Blessings to them. They allowed me to kind of just be a DJ. You know what I'm saying? And then you know whenever they needed something, they they can just hit me up, and I'll just be like, all right, I got it. I'll be dope. And they allowed me to be like, hey, whenever you want to come back or do something or manage an artist, we got you. So. That's it's a blessing. That's great. Blessing. Now, if you don't want to talk about this, we won't sp- speak about this. But yeah. Gunna's under that too. Yes, Gunna is. Yeah, and it's a lot going on with him. But you know, he's gonna be all right. Because a lot of he's people are looking right. at him kind of kind of crazy right now. Yeah, but um, I'm not I'm not in, uh, involved with Gunna, but I know he um, he uh, he is a part of the company for sure. Still, yeah, mm. yeah. It's wild. it's wild. Well, no, no. I mean, I think that's dope, though, man. Congratulations on <laughs> yeah, that's big. I really appreciate that's dope that. to hear. Yeah, that's yeah, dope. yeah. yeah. And it, it gives you like options, and it doesn't. We all need options. It doesn't put so much pressure. Everybody on Everybody right? gonna be hot yeah. forever, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, like you know, you know, there's a lot of pressure, like to to stay competitive and like mm. you know, like and with DJing, everything it's like all ups and downs, it's all right? Ups and downs, bro. All ups and downs. But like, at least you have a little bit of a cushion. Yeah. A breathing room with that shit. Right? No, no, for sure. For That's sure, dope. For sure. What, what was like what, the biggest struggle that you had in your career? The biggest struggle? Um, I think it was just like, although Supreme Team has been the, the catalyst to my career, I mm-hmm. think people just kind of pigeonhole me to do like just Supreme Team stuff. And that kind of held me back from doing other type stuff because they were like, Nah, he's Supreme Team. Like, you know, he's gonna bring this element or this, or, or he's not gonna. You know, it. it I, I just felt like people were pigeonholing me just to do those events. Is that you know why you kind of stepped stepped away from it for a bit? Um, it it wasn't that I stepped away. It was just like because I remember we we wanted to focus on as a team, like just like we went we started LA Function, and then I was like, well, I kind of want to do my own party, and then. I I got into radio and then like it so it, it, nothing ever really stopped. It's just like they all kind of grew up. You know what I'm saying? They kind of Supreme Team started off with like 15, 20 people. Now it's like four or five. You know what I'm saying? Because people just kind of want to do their own thing. Like Miss Diddy was involved and Sincere was involved, and they're all doing yeah crazy things. So it's like a lot of people were involved. And it, it it's just kind of like people kind of grew out of it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, I, now I got to start doing stuff. But then people would associate me with Supreme Team, like, oh, yeah, I thought you only did Supreme Team stuff. It's like, what? Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, so you couldn't like branch out, and no. you couldn't have like almost like I mean, you have your identity, but you couldn't have really kind of build, you know, like yeah. build on top of your identity, right? Because everyone just saw you as that one thing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was telling the guys, I'm like, dude, I remember him on every fucking flyer for like six years, and then out of nowhere, yeah, I didn't see your name anywhere, and I was like, where the fuck is this dude at? Right, right, right. What happened to him? Right. So. Yeah, no, I don't think it was ever a, a step back. It was just like I, I wanted to be selective, and then it was like, well, and being selective is like people don't think you're doing anything. I was like, it's, mm-hmm. that's not really it. I'm just trying to focus on the good stuff. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to be, you know, just club all the time. You know what I'm saying? I want to do other things as as DJ. I want to travel. I want to do other stuff. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, because well, as a fan, I was just like, man, this dude's on every fucking flyer. Like, <laughs> like 2016, 2017, I'm like, where the fuck is Batman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this dude yeah. just fucking like new identity or some shit. Right, damn, no, you, no. Damn, you act like he went on sabbatical or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, <laughs> but you don't get it, Kirk. But it was, that, it was the visibility. He was yes. every were, fucking yeah. flyer. Like that bad logo <laughs> with you, the arch was on you, everything. You had to have gotten burned out at, at one point, no? Oh, no, for sure. Like, and... I, I liked R&B. Like, that was my thing growing up. That was my thing. You know, the only reason I got into hip-hop is because I was DJing. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, of course I got burnt out, you know? Like, and you're doing a spot every, you know, every night. And it's like, ah, uh, I don't know when I'm going to get to breathe, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Because you said you were working, what, five, six nights a week? Yeah, yeah. But you, I think now it's like three or four, but it's not like, you know. Yeah, because when you start doing, when you start working so much, you yeah. start, like, kind of hating your sets. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. And and right. then what Jimmy was talking about, like, um, he was like, I never heard the same set from you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Was it, was, it, was, it was getting harder and harder to do that. You right. know what I mean? Like, because I... That's what I'm known for. That's what like I love to do. I like to bring something different every time, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And it was a struggle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because it's almost like you're trying to like build different things mm -hmm. with the same ingredients. With the same ingredients. It's like And then especially and then you're relying on like, you know, the scene to provide you with more ingredients and it's sometimes it's stale. It's stale. Especially right now, I feel like last year, and I don't know if you agree, mm -hmm. but it might have been the worst year for hip hop. I I kind of got kind of got to agree with you. Right, right, yeah. right. I gotta agree with you. I mean, it's been kind of getting a little tough, a little tough every year. Mm -hmm. But like last year was just really just kind of like I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it too. Like, but the pandemic was there was music coming out. There was a lot of music. There was a lot of good music. Yeah, I don't think it was necessarily hip hop though, because I think hip hop relies on the energy of the people, the city you're in, mm -hmm. all that stuff, and it was gone. So it's like, what do oh. people? What do people pick up on, you know, yeah, as, see, as artists? You see, know for me, saying? when I think of 2020, I'm like Pop Smoke. So if I'm like, yo, like, I, mm -hmm. like I'm like New York Drill, like that shit was, I'm like, I think that was emerging. So I was like, yeah, that's a great time. Yeah, but I, that necessarily didn't bleed over to mm -mm. your scene, the nah. LA scene, right? Nah, nah. You, I think it was pretty me, right? stale, right, at that moment. And then coming out of it, nobody knew what the hell they wanted to listen to. It was a tough time for West Coast, like Cali or LA, LA hip hop, right? For sure, a little bit, for sure. Because when Shoreline Mafia was hitting around 2019, 18, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I think Blue Blux Clank started coming in 2020. Yep. Yeah. But it didn't really have that crossover effect. It it wasn't like the mustard scene or YG, no, or Ty Dolla Sign and all that. Nah, shit. it was just very regional. It was so regional. Like you said OGZ, he yeah. went right. he went solo, did his thing. Yeah. Right, I never saw it, I never saw it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for me, I was like, oh shit, New York is kind of killing this shit right mm -hmm. now. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. But even Posmo, he emerged before the pandemic, so that was already yeah. that was already booming before. Yeah, but I mean, but 2020 was just an amazing year because you had Dior, you had, I think you just had uh, Welcome to the Party. That whole yeah, album was shit. fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, think, the, but that was already hitting before the pandemic hit. Yeah, in definitely LA. in New York. Yeah, but it, sure. But it was just, it was just exploded yeah. to me in 2020. Wow. Because we, we got to play it in Vegas, I think. Oh, uh, okay. You know? Okay, all right. You know, yeah. so it was like. Now fuck. it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What, yeah. What parties were you doing in 2020? Because I was in the house because there was nothing going on. I mean, it was underground shit. But I was, oh, no, no, but the music was out to me. 
And I thought it was still a see. I'm but open. but 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 we control the energy, and we weren't really outside like that. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like music was kind of like. No, it was I, for me. I thought it was a, like a lot of. Well, you were streaming, right? Yeah, I was streaming. But there, there was some great R and B. Yeah, it was dance. Oh, some, definitely great R and B. There was a lot of danceable R and B in twenty twenty. Sure. But then all of a sudden, all this, all that shit disappeared in twenty twenty one. I was like. There was all this danceable R and B in twenty twenty and then it just disappeared in twenty twenty one. I don't know what happened with that. Right? I think I think everybody recorded that shit in the pandemic and put it out in, in the next year. You know what I'm saying? But like, everybody wanna be outside. They don't want to hear no slow shit. Never. They wanna hear that ratchet shit. Right? But that was there was some great R and B in twenty twenty. Oh, incredibly. And then like yeah. I feel like there was amazing Latin shit that just popped off. Oh man, Latin we could talk about that Afrobeat Latin right. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Still going crazy. Twenty one twenty. But that's what? interesting. That's interesting. Like the past since the pandemic, the LA scene was kind of like Yeah, it it, it was weird. It was weird coming out of the pandemic. Like people didn't know if they like new stuff or old stuff. Mm. It was like it was it was a real crazy time. You didn't do no underground shit? I did a couple things, but it was scary, bro. Like, I mean, they were in some like crazy places in LA. You just be like, <laughs> do I really want to do this? I is mean, like, it? is it worth my life right now at this point? Like, you know what I'm saying? I remember me and Mikey went to one spot and we were just like, bro, I don't know. Do you really want to do this? And he's like, <laughs> nah, not really. But we here now. We're already, we're already infected with whatever we got, so might as well just keep going. Well, how do you feel about the club scene right now? You still, you still think it's like it's it's a transitional period a little uh, bit? I think it's transitioning for sure, um, but I think a lot of things are staying the same in LA. You know what I mean? Like bottle driven. I, I think that's going to be around, still. right? And to me, it's like, but it's also like they're holding on to. It kind of reminds me of, of Vegas, where they're holding on to an era. Yeah, like, because and, and that that era made them a lot of money. Like, yeah, and it's a formula that they they're like, let's it's tried keep it and going. true. It's tried and they're true. They're trying to keep the formula going, yes. but they don't have a musical movement behind it right now, right or no? I think the music speaks to you buying bottles and you know mm -hmm. flossing. I think that's the music now. I don't I don't think there's a music that says, hey, dance. In the club, right? Right, now. right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even think there's a a new dance in the club right now. Like, you know, or, or oh, you're saying the main thing for these motherfuckers to go out is the floss. Exactly. Right. I, I think the music speaks to that more so. Like, like for Vegas, for instance, like um, with EDM, mm -hmm. it's still alive, but it's like the rooms. It's not reflective of the music because EDM isn't popping how that, how it was. But right. so like for LA clubs, even though it may be popping, it ain't like that YG popping. No, nah. it's not that Ty Dolla Sign popping. Nah. but they might still be holding on to that era. You know I, what I mean? I mean, but what's what's coming after that? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so the stuff that's coming out now can is it bottle bottle popping music? Like, can you really pop bottles to? A lot of the stuff coming out right now, like the Beano's and the but you, but you know it's it's kind of laid back. Yeah, honestly, that, that's it's, the, it's laid back, and which tells me even more that they want people to sit down. <laughs> which <laughs> is hilarious. weird. And no, and 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 that's cool. Sit down and vibe. You know, I feel like we're at a hookah lounge sometimes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it works at some spots. And you know that's fine. so. Then you end up relying on the older music for sure to carry the night. You got to. Yeah. It's interesting because it's kind of like New York went through that phase where like the scene was popping, bottles was everywhere, and then all of a sudden it was just a lot of motherfuckers 
standing around looking at each other. Mm-hmm. And then like you you started hearing some of the like the the OG DJs complain about it. Mm. Like the kick capris when mm-hmm. the two thousands started hitting. Mm-hmm. They're like, yo, no one's dancing in the club no more. Yeah. That was in the early like two thousands. They were like, no one's dancing in the club no more. Oh, I, I can't I can't imagine what they're saying now. Right. Well, I mean, back then they were just like no one's no one's like uh Cause how do people dance the drill? Just by doing this? Yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just that it's popping though. New York, New York is having a revival right now. But are they oh. dancing in the club, or are the clubs well, like you got open? New, you got yeah. new songs there's, coming out. Well, no, there's there's like this new mosh, like the there's like these younger kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're sure. moshing. Okay. There's like a hip hop mosh thing. So tables aren't a thing. Oh, I mean, for that movement, no. But like it, like tables. I feel like the L.A. hip-hop scene is a little late with tables. A mm. little bit late. Mm. Because by the time y'all really started having tables, that we, you know, New York, even some some parts of, like, the South, mm-hmm. they were having it in the 2000s. Like, early. Like, oh, yeah, for you, sure. You guys were kind of, like, 10 years late. For sure, for sure. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you guys, you guys, it, but it happened at the right time when you guys had a scene. Mm-hmm. But it was also kind of, like, when it started emerging, I was like, oh, this is like new. (laughs) This is new for the city. Right. But it was like a good thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. But now you're hitting a period where it's like it's getting a little. I I wonder where it's going. I honestly do because all the clubs that are are opening up are the same kind of deal, like loungy, table driven. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like when they open up, they don't really want to do a lot of hip hop anyway. So it's like well now okay. it's about vibes, right? It's vibes, I need right? Vibes. Where's the vibes that bad? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we need vibes in here. It's like okay, bro. it's All like right. vibes everywhere. So like vibes. hookah, we got the hookah. You know, make sure you shout out the hookah. Yeah, and I feel like hookah is late to LA too. Oh, I'm sure it is. Like super late. Yeah, That's I'm like sure it is. Well, LA's shit. always been like anti smoke, right? Except, except for weed. Yeah, <laughs> we got the good one out here, baby. <laughs> but like in the clubs, like it's always been anti-smoke. Oh yeah, it's, it's past like, cigarette. For sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, nah, like yeah, nah. they they weren't open to like the hookah shit. Nah, yeah. right? Or is it? Or no, I, well, no, you're right. nah, it was you're just right. the after hour right. spots that maybe don't serve liquor. Yeah, yeah. just go and just hit the hookah and hit maybe the hookah. have food or something. Yeah, yeah, right now for you guys, it's it's like the vibes and it's like that selection sound. I feel like that's really hitting. I feel like well, that's I mean, you have your highs, you have your Greystones. I mean, there's there's hip hop clubs here, but I'm just saying it's not a dance spot. You, you still like going there to buy bottles or be at someone's table. You don't go there to like be in the middle of the dance floor. And dance mm-hmm. the if chair. there is a dance floor, yeah, interesting. Like supper club was heavy for dancing. Like that middle. That's what I'm saying. That the middle of the whole middle of the club, you could fit 500 people in it. And they were grinding in there, baby. They were grinding. You don't see that anymore. Huh? You, de- you, I don't think you even don't. Playhouse was like that too. Yeah, yeah dance floor? exactly. Yeah. I don't think you'll see that again. Really? Honestly. Interesting. That's how I really. take. Because like a thousand people in LA, you just feel like it's gonna be a problem. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> At some point, yeah. you think it's gonna be a problem. Like it never was a problem before. It was a major problem before. No. Yeah, yeah. For, sh- for sure. <laughs> but but I think I think that I think the right? era was so. Big like Fun. that mustard era was ratchet era was so huge it yeah. had no you you couldn't get away nobody was paying to 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 you know rock with some EDM nobody was paying for a table to do that well now it's just getting like smaller and smaller right yeah because I I go to Poppy and yeah, I yeah, go yeah. to like uh, 
what it was that uh, Bootsy Bellows. Yeah, I go Bootsy to Bootsy Bellows, Bellows. Yeah, and it just seems like everything's small. small and congested. There's no right dance now. floor. In yeah, Bootsy boutique Bellows. spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, that's oh. just that's that's the only clubs opening up to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if you've seen it. <laughs> no, no, I haven't seen. <laughs> it. I haven't seen. Yeah. It. What do in you, Vegas, in Vegas, I know it's different, but they're still selling a whole bunch of tables, right? It is, but it seems like it's it seems like a dated. Yeah, I think Vegas is stuck with It seems like a dated scene a little bit. Mm, Searching for an identity almost. Searching for an identity. But but it's also like, you know, it's a a formula that's making everybody money still. Yeah. And it's like for tourists, it's different. They come out, they have all of these things. They have cryo, they have this, that. Probably LA is the same thing where they're really kind of like, it's all about the bottle presentations, right? Definitely. Penthouse. And it's, yeah, it's about showing off. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's the floss. It's you know, so it's almost the same thing as Vegas, where it's about spending the money and extravagance. But there isn't really a musical scene that's a good, that's like a, the proper soundtrack for it all. If that makes any sense, I don't think Vegas ever had a cultural sound like that. I mean, I think they were leading the way with a lot of some of the EDM. Okay, you know, okay. and they, and then I think they changed the dynamic of like. The DJ booth itself, yeah, where it became in the forefront. Mm. It became the DJ booth became a stage. The, yeah, the, right. Yeah, even now you're seeing, and uh, you know, maybe if the three style, the Rebel three styles, have something to do with it. But the new generation of DJs are more performative. Yeah. They're more like performers than DJs sometimes. Yeah, showmen. Right. Yeah, showmen. That's a good word. They're doing the dances. They're singing along to the songs. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a different energy. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. The ones that are coming out are not necessarily highly skilled, but they're talented in their presentation. Right. Yeah. And they're charismatic. And they're knowing like, oh, like, you know, I'm building a following on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people are going to see them, not even about the music. They're just saying like, oh, I like her. I follow her or I follow him. Right. I like them. They're their own promoters, right? Like you were saying. Like I said. First person I saw really doing that was uh, Esco. Uh, yeah. Like Esco was like a showman, yeah. like Andres. He was. It was. He wasn't even DJing. Exactly. He had another DJ <laughs> yeah. DJing while he was like, yeah, but just he was more like up. dancing, like on the mic, hyping up the mm-hmm. crowd, maybe jumping the crowd. Like you know what I mean? I was like, like was damn. I, I, I w- I've been to a lot of Esco parties. I'm like, when did I actually see him DJ? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but but yeah, absolutely right. And he started creating these like these sets. Mm-hmm. And shows around like, well, it's swag surf. Yeah. yeah. So we gonna have like a swag surf routine. Yeah. We gonna do like a a Bay Area routine. That's what you gonna have to do in Vegas, cricket. Huh? No, I don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> left, right, left. You better get it started, bro. I go to your crib. We just practice some stems. <laughs> yeah. Practice some mixes or something. <laughs> you know, I got this one. Man, bro. Man. Oh, please don't. Don't come up and request swag surfing like to me, please. Like, <laughs> is that burnt out? It's just what is out? it burnt out, bro? He had it at Supper Club when it was popping. Yeah, I think that was before Supper Club. It was before, but it was yeah. still going. You, but there was a resurgence because of there, it, you know? yeah, it, it fell off the map. You you yeah. do know that, right? It wasn't here. No, no, no. The whole time, it wasn't as big of a song when it came out. It was big. It was big, but I it was see. very. It was. It was probably bigger in Miami and the, and some and the For south sure. than yeah. it was in Here. like yeah in New York or like in in the coastal city right. But no. then all of a sudden, 
they're like all of these videos everyone was like oh shit this is really crazy now that the hbcus really brought that back that's what it is yeah yeah that culture really brought it back into the forefront and i mean and I mean at prime time, like, yeah. how does a song that's 10 years old get back in prime no, it's time? It's funny like you said that because I feel like HBCUs have, like, about five to ten records oh, yeah. that are just staples, staples. In, in the HBCU world. Like, they got to get played. Yeah, like, um, uh, Wipe Me Down is one, oh, yeah. especially for the, like, uh, oh, fraternities yeah. and Fraternity sororities. Like, that's, yeah. like, that's like an anthem. You have anthem. to have that. Anthem. Like, um, obviously, uh, what we just said, uh, Swag, Swag Surfing, mm-hmm. like, in the... Uh, uh, Boosie Independent Independent Like yeah, the records yeah, are like yeah, yeah. Staples Yeah Like Gorilla Zoe Gorilla Zoe Knock yeah. if you buck <laughs> Yeah 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 I mean yeah. that whole era was Yeah Crazy Crazy 2000s dance rap That's yeah, what man. I call it <laughs> Oh shit It's a great era It's, it's a, a It's a great era But it, it it's, it's one of those things Where it's It's now It's become a timeless sound mm-hmm. Facts You know Facts But it, what we're seeing is that Like even with TikTok you know, the, all these songs are coming out mm-hmm. that like they're just coming out of nowhere, right? And they they're just re like reemerging, and they're becoming bigger now than they ever were before. So, so it's like, I know I deal with it like how it comes, but how do how do you guys deal with it? Like the same way you deal with it, like oh shit, this is popping now. <laughs> Damn, it, it starts it starts with like one person, right? Or yep. we just start seeing. You know what I started noticing is I would watch videos and I would see the song. But I never started being like, oh, I got to start playing that song. I just was like, oh, they put that song with that video. That's and dope. then I saw a second one. Yeah. And a third one. <laughs> and then and then someone requested it and you're like, oh, this is a thing Oh, now? this is a thing. <laughs> and that's when now, now, so when I start seeing these videos with these songs, I'm like, oh, this is coming back then. Yeah. And then I start kind of getting prepared a little bit a little more prepared now yeah 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 i think it's i think it's when you see the memes and you're just like oh okay yeah this yeah. is a thing this is something i could probably put in the set yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dude, but this is probably a song i could put in the set and then get out of quickly into a new record like, yeah that's how you got to think about it i think or are, are you doing this thing where um like everyone's doing mashups now are you trying to stay away from that shit no nah, i don't want to do mashups. you don't want to do that I, I want i do want to do live remixing though that's right. dope i think that's dope i think that's dope like put a new spin on a i want to put a new spin on swag surfer i'm gonna find something like that's all right cool. let me know when you figure that yeah. out. <laughs> send that shit over here <laughs> i'm gonna figure that shit out it's let me know crazy. let us let us all know when you it's figure that out crazy <laughs> hey yo bad yeah thank you so much hey thank y'all for having so me amazing, so much coming through man. on this podcast it's so man. much fun bro i got so much clarity now on the whole la club scene do you <laughs> thank you <laughs> you can do like harlem inglewood it's like no yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love it man yeah man yo it, this is I'm, I'm i'm glad i'm glad we had you on the podcast fam thank you so much i appreciate it feels it feels like DJ royalty when you come on here. No, God, DJ back. Thanks for tuning into the Road Podcast. Don't forget, every Wednesday we have new episodes on all major streaming platforms, and every Thursday the video versions go up on our YouTube page. Please subscribe to our channel, YouTube.com/slash Road Podcast, and to find exclusive clips of the pod, please visit YouTube.com/slash DJ City. And we'll see you next Wednesday.